All I needed was enough you gave. All I needed was another day. And all I, I ever knew. knew. Only you. That is a banger. That is a banger. Yeah, who sang that again? Kazoo. Did they have any other Kazoo, songs? Yeah, you can. Kazoo, yeah, you can. <laughs> did they have any? Um, <laughs> did they have any uh, other songs? I think they slightly did, but none that also made it to a Coke advert, so they don't matter anymore. So they got to be up there with like best one-hit wonders of all time. I don't think they count as one-hit wonder because they oh, had yeah? other bangers. It's just they've been oh, lost they? in the sands of time. Okay, I'd have to take your word for it. Do it. And terribly, episode 22. What it do? Someone told me this week that if you get to 20 plus episodes uh, as podcasters, you're in the top 1%. Mm. Oh, I swear. Elite. So, you know. Another thing that I have achieved top yeah, echelon status in my life. The awards keep coming. <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't do the stats, but given how many is that true? podcasts are around, that seems a bit strange. Right? I, wonder, I wonder how many, yeah, how many, if given how many people have a podcast of 20 plus, how many fucking people start and then give up, right? It's yeah, that's, I think mad, that's more, right? yeah, that's for me. And that, that makes sense when you think about it from that angle, it makes more sense because some people jump into this podcasting thing and then they, because it sounds great to do. You listen to a podcast yeah. and you're like, that seems easy. That seems cool. But then you fun. do it and you're like, oh shit. It's actually fucking You actually got to come up with stuff to talk about <laughs> regularly. Um, and sometimes people do it for like personal journeys. So they'll create a podcast because they their marriage is broken up at the same time as their job change at the same time as they've relocated to Brighton from London. Yeah. And they feel like everyone wants to hear that story. Also sometimes- But then they realize that's not really got much mileage. Sometimes they're also just fucking shit. Yes, there's sometimes several. fucking shit. The amount plentiful, of times I've, had, plentiful. I've told people, oh yeah, I've got a podcast. And they're like, oh yeah, no, I did a podcast as well. And it's like these- Fiat 500 white girls yeah. who were just talking about their hinge dates and then yeah. they got to 13 episodes and no one gave a shit so they yeah. tinned it. Yeah, that could be quite good though. Just what? talking about hinge dates. Yeah, yeah. That's quite, that's quite a popular format, right? There's plenty of dating related podcasts but it? it has still has to be good content. Yeah. Mm, I don't know there was that. We still need to untap like your hinge chronicles to be honest. Whoa, that's, what like, that's what I was trying to lead to. Yeah, we need that. I'm pleading. I think I've been like lobbying for that since like episode two. I'm pleading the Cinco. Mm. I hear you but like what does that do for our viewership? We don't have viewers. It's an audio podcast. Listenership. <laughs> uh, pleading the sinker. They are, they're they're oh. thankful for less than average stories. <laughs> Not being divulged. <laughs> Johnny, talk to us about your tan, man. Welcome back. Mm, yes. 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 <laughs> Welcome. Yes. It's, there's, a, there's a visible difference. When I first got to Spain, when I first got to Mallorca, I'd like go and chat to people in, in Spanish. Or at least when I walk up to a bar, they'd automatically speak to me in English because mm. I was looking hella gringo. And then by the end of the first week, I'd turn up to a bar and they'd start speaking to me in Spanish because I stopped looking so English. But um, yeah, man, it was, you, it, was, it was gorgeous out you there. You did your bit to like hang on to your, your English solidarity with that whole German thing. Yeah, that was you mad. Did, I, I, don't know, I don't know if anybody's ever said the word the Germans that many times the Germans in uh, that little time not least surrounded by so many of the Germans whilst what you, um, what you got against Germans buddy well I got nothing against them it was just very, it was more of a cultural um, cultural documentary piece okay. so Comment if anyone yeah. who hasn't seen I was at the Bierkönig um, okay. in Balaman Balaman is actually apparently the German Magaluf 
huh. uh, in Mallorca. Okay. Um, in typisch Deutsches fashion, yeah. much nicer, <laughs> much cleaner, yeah. uh, and much more sound than the British Magaluf, which I did visit and is a proper shithole. Yeah. Um, so yeah, went to Balamang, uh, met some met some uh, friends who were out there and got absolutely fucking turned up in a German beer hall. So the deal of a German beer hall is you sit down, listen to German songs. They all know the fucking words. They all know the words. It's very, very strange. Mm. And it's a different a German like, version of Sweet Caroline. So this is the shit. thing, right? So like, <laughs> at least at least when you go out and like you get better with the Brits, is you eventually start doing Angels by Robbie Williams. Yeah. You start doing a couple West. They Life love numbers. a bit of Angels, they, surely. They do. So they, yeah, they, they also, they also yeah, do that, right? Yeah, yeah. So a couple the, the standards, Boyzone and all that. There's a couple classic bangers. Yeah. What's that Donny from uh, Baywatch? David Hasselhoff. Yeah, yeah. they've been belting out some Hasselhoff. Probably, shoots. I don't know. Anyway, the Germans don't do them kind some of nice. Some people stand in a dark. <laughs> That's Baywatch, right? That's Baywatch, right? There you go. Right. There you go. <laughs> they, yeah. don't, they don't do the nice sing along vibes. Yeah. yeah. So I imagine I've come out of the toilet and I've like joined this other table of lads who are chatting. We're all having a chat mid conversation. We're talking about football, or some shit. And like this song comes on in mid sentence. These brothers just start going, propeller. And probably there's some fucking song where it's like helicopter, eins, eins, sieben, or some shit, and they're all wow. fucking cracking on. So it's not like nice sing along, sweet Caroline, hey Jude vibes. It's like intense military shtick, which, you know, that's probably a topic that we shouldn't get into. But it's a German yeah. documentary. No, military, like what, EDM y kind of music? Yeah, kind of, well, no, it's like, it's like pop club house bangers, basically. Yeah. One after one after one after one. It was very bizarre. Yeah. They all know every word, it's very intense. It's the culture that I learned something about. I was I was pleased to share my my uh, my eye into the window of Deutschland. So you had a good time. Had a very good time. Had yes. a very good time. My tan is actually so good. I got packed off uh, with the Arabs uh, on arrival at Sandstead. Wow. Um, they didn't let me through the British queue. So I uh, I now care about colorism. I now care about racism, <laughs> having experienced it as a tanned man. Yeah. So welcome. Yeah. He's got all the lived experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah literally. Yeah. Yeah. Black Lives Matter and that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tommy, like, what are you saying? Stop booing them taking a knee now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, get, exactly. I get the struggle. I'm a cla- yeah, yeah. I too, I get cla- it. I too I get clapped it. for Bukayo Saka. Oh, God, you top, Tommy, what uh, going? Good, good, good. Uh, it's been a quiet couple of, couple of weeks for me, to be honest. Head down, been busy with work. Oh, yeah? And other bits and pieces. So uh, not a huge amount to report. Everyone's on holiday as well, right? Yeah, so, man. Uh, I'm noticeably not, quieter yeah, everywhere. So it's a little quieter and... Uh, so yeah. yeah, not a huge amount to report. Good, good, good. How about you? Uh, you yeah, 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 I'm good, man. I can't complain. Uh, I went to the Dolphin last night in Hackney for the first time Old in probably a decade. If you know, you know. More if you know, you know. Um, gentrification is real, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. It's mad in there. Um, but yeah, no, trying to enjoy the sun. Dolphins a bar? I, yeah, it's I like don't a, know. So it used to be like a real, real end of the night dive pub. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which had some of the wildest, most crazy characters okay. loitering. Um, like it, a lock-in. Yeah. Post club. Uh, think, think Infernos, but without Jack Will's clothing. Exactly. And, um, <laughs> no Abercrombie, yeah? None. They've patterned up since since the, uh, the gentrification of the surrounding area. So it's had a bit of a rebrand. But um, it's still associated with what it was. It's called the Dolphin. Um, but um, yeah, that was what I did last night. Enjoyed the sun during the day. It was good. Had some good times with my brothers and friends. Um, oh, football nice. season is here. Let's go, baby. Talk about back again. Back again. Yes. So yeah, I was watching some of the football this weekend. Mm. Shout out my Arsenal fans. Wagwan. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Buzzing over that you know I mean. Just, uh, Johnny shouldn't know. laugh too hard. Yes. Um, on day of recording, his team is probably about to get packed in. Yeah, we're recording this on a Sunday. Can you people imagine? Yeah, I've waited ten years. Ten years. 
10 years for a season tickets mm. i finally get my hands on two and i cannot attend for quarantine shit <laughs> can you imagine like if oh but johnny right. you've been at the game i've yeah, been at the yeah, game yeah. today this afternoon this could be harry kane's yeah, last game as well and he could have been there game. he's not playing he's not playing anyway I've, I've, had to, I've had to give my tickets away who did you give them to uh my brother's guy so i bought a pair once my brother and then northern jim shout out northern jim who's actually a city fan is oh. gonna go is gonna go with my brother Duh. um guys big news mm. britney spears is free <gasps> dominic cummings campaign has worked She's free. Is she actually though? She's free-ish. I don't know if she actually is. She's, <laughs> she's, she's on the pathway to free. Yeah, okay. so Britney Spears' father has agreed to step down as a singer's conservator. He's tapped out basically now. Um, pledging to participate in an orderly transition to a new legal arrangement. Mm. Mm. Seems to me that he is uh, just moving away from being the face of the conservatorship mm. and not necessarily giving up the conservatorship altogether. There doesn't seem to be any real legal grounds or any real justification for him to move aside. But TMZ reported this week that apparently that process has already begun. So to the Britney fans out there, don't know how this is going to change your life, but your baby's free. She's Yeah, she's certainly at least somewhere on the road to Bobby Schmurder status. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. The more and more I see Britney Spears videos on Instagram, the more and more I think she probably needs this conservatorship to stay in place. Oh yeah? No, I'm she joking, I'm joking. Mad. I'm going to get hotted up for that. <laughs> she's moving no, I can't do that, I can't do that. Realistically, but she's looking a bit crazy on This on guy, this guy lie. is, it, I think this is just like strong PR for him, basically. Mm. Cause like, like you said, there isn't legal grounds to have him removed. He's just getting paid off, surely. No, not even. So he, apparently the uh, his lawyers have contested the uh, request to get him removed. Hmm. And they were like, yeah, basically, well, there's no grounds for us to be removed. So we're asking you to deny this request. Mm -hmm. But we've decided that we're going to go kind of thing. So right, it's like yeah. one of them, you can't fire me, I'm leaving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so, that, yeah. so he was like, I'm going to, like, he, has, he said he's going to step aside, but he hasn't set a timeline, yeah. hasn't stated when, and nothing like that. It was just like, all right, cool. The pressure's got, yeah, man. Much, public pressure's yeah, kind of yeah. worked. Death threats. Like, yeah, cool. I'm going to do it. Holy shit. But, the judge can't force me to do it because there's no legal grounds. Yeah. So we're going to push back against that. But after we win that, then I'm going to go in my own kind of orderly transition. Yeah. Okay. So who knows what that fuck that fucking means? That means he could still be there for another two or three years. Who mm. knows, right? It's not the legal process that's kicking him out. It's yeah. him still just wanting to bounce. So basically it's the it's the Britney Bill Cosby collab album coming out Don't sometimes. Know. Don't know. I'll buy it. Yeah? Yeah. Would you not? I'd listen. I'd listen well, wait, to you. Where, where she sings and he like ad libs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Bobby's just laying. Bill Cosby. Bobby Schmurder just funny. laying bars all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> can, you imagine Bob, can you imagine Bill Cosby yeah. bugging out over a Bobby Schmurder flow? Yeah. Film? <laughs> Fuck. That's crazy. So Bill so Cosby's yeah, out, out as well. Right? He's out, man. He's out. Yeah, he's free. He's out, out. That's White fucked. boy summer. That's fucked. Why not? No, no, no. We've done the race draft. You yeah. lot can keep Bill Cosby. <laughs> Um, shout out to everybody who received their GCSE mm. and A-level results Mabruk. over the last couple of weeks. You guys know anyone who was re receiving those? No. Cool. Well, we got uh, record passes and top grades all across England, Wales and Northern Ireland. They're just giving grades out. It's top, bookie, it's top grades, seven A's and above, rose to twenty. 8.9% from 26% last year. Yes. While grades four, uh, C's and above, 
seen as passes rose to 77.1% from 76%. That's good. So year on year on year, we are seeing these results rise. In the case of the A-level, there was a little bit more contention. And the reason why overall the grades conversation uh, you may have heard is hotting up is because there is a belief because of what happened during the pandemic where the, I guess the, the marking of exams went down to essentially teachers mm. grading, grading their students, that there is unfortunately a cheapening, I guess you could say, of the overall value of these A-level grades mm. as people are transitioning or moving on to higher education. I want to start by saying congratulations to everybody who has worked hard through this pandemic over the last 18 months. It's been super, super difficult having to transition from in-person teaching to virtual teaching, sparing a thought out to those people who were disadvantaged as well, because, you know, for all of us who've got laptops and iPads and all of that stuff at home, spare a thought for the people mm -hmm. who had to make this change and Correct. pivot to this craziness, not having the means to do that privately with their own computers and stuff at home. So it's a little bit sad to hear people's grades and stuff like that being discredited in the way they are given the context that we've been in. But what do you guys think? Do you think that we should be worried about where grades are going at the moment? Do you think that this is all just becoming a little bit of a, a bit of a ruse to, 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 to make our overall academic success seem a lot higher than it is in comparison to our neighboring countries? What do you think? Um, I saw a headline that said something like 48% uh, of students achieved like A or A stars or mm. something like that, which is like <laughs> on the face Surely of that it, a madness, yeah. And it kind of like- the purpose. And that's where I'm going with the whole thing, right? Defeats, if everyone's like getting passing grade, I mean, the thing is ultimately you can't be begrudging people doing well, right? Yeah. But I think oh, I part, part of the reason that you do take exams and stuff is to, to create some level of differentiation between students, right? Yeah. So then if, you know, 50% of your student base off or what was the stat? Let's go with the stat you said. It was, you said 25% achieved what? A or A stars. Yeah, exactly. So going off that stat, right? If you're, um, let's, let's assume all these kids want to go to university. And if you're a kind of a more elite university, how are you then going to start differentiating between students who all have A stars or mm. all have A's, right? And it can't just be off the strength of a personal statement, right? Yeah. It's 500 words on why you want to come here or, or some bullshit like yeah. this and your grades, right? And then that's when you start hearing these horror stories of, oh, my daughter, my son, my brother, whatever, got 11 A stars and got rejected from five universities, mm -hmm. right? It's because if everyone's getting the same grades, then we need to find a new way of differentiating, right? Um, between between students. And that's the only place that I think it's potentially hazardous. Um, yeah. Apart from that though, fucking great work for everyone else, right? Put on the CV, move on. Yeah. But ultimately it's just a game, right? It's a game of life. Try to get the best marks you can, go to the next exam, get the best marks you can, A-levels, GCSE, A-levels, uni, and just keep keep like uh, accumulating these brands on your CV, I guess. I think we should, I, I really like the model of education that they have in the Hunger Games, mm. um, where you actually just make children fight each other for survival. Have you seen um, that Japanese one of that? I can't remember what it's called now. Takeshi's Castle? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a Hunger, the original Hunger Games where they oh, sent to the island famous book. and they're what's all given called? different weapons. They're all given one weapon uh, each what's just drawn called? at random. Uh, Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. what yeah. you're leading that's, to, that's, yeah? that's an education system that I'm a lot more... <laughs> you can subscribe to. ...aligned with, yeah. I mean, mm. like, fundamentally, who gives a shit about osmosis unless you're going to become <laughs> a doctor? 
Um, what Pythagorean you, what, theorem. Yeah, what you, but what you find out later in life is it's much more useful to know how to nank ops and bang man in the face <laughs> yes. um, than it is the subjunctive subjunctive tense in French. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a useless skill. Um, Agreed. Agreed. I, I think, look, for all, the, all these kids who are really worried about their exams and um, feel the pressure of maintaining their grades, et cetera, et cetera, I failed my exams and I fucking hate my life. So you should be terrified of not... <laughs> getting good results because it leaves you in a really fucked position later on in life. Uh, I think the only reason, the only genuine incentive to, to do well at school is to not get beaten up by your parents. Yeah. So, you know, if that you are, doesn't, that, that threat doesn't exist anymore. Well, I don't know if your dad, maybe when we were growing up, well, this is the thing. If your dad's large and foreign, then yeah, probably no, there's, there's a today, risk. Yeah. Today's woke culture. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't think parents can beat children. Yeah. I don't think you can say that too. No, right. Certainly not Latino dads anyway. I don't think they're going to listen to that's that. That's what one. I'm saying. Back in our day, I think. That's what I'm saying. You're taking me to social services. <laughs> For what? <laughs> Let them take you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> You'll be back. Oh. <laughs> You'll be back. Oh. <laughs> I've got a warped view. Just speaking seriously, uh, I've got a warped our view. Our anti-education correspondent, Johnny Vivas, has entered the chat. You are, listen, one, one quick thing that we should mention is uh, we should give a shout out to the education secretary, Gavin Williamson. Mm. Uh, yes. Big shout out to my G <laughs> yeah. because uh, he can remember what he got in his A-level. Did you see that? Oh, got, I didn't see that. He got, he got exposed. He was doing an LBC thing, yeah? And they were like, yeah, all right. So what was your A-levels? And he was like, I can't remember. <laughs> he got, he got, he? He's not that old, but everyone remembers their A-levels. Yeah, of course. Their A-level so he was chatting shit. He just everyone basically didn't want to say A-level what he got because uh, obviously it'll lead to shit. further questions of how did you get three C's and get into Oxford or whatever, <laughs> right? So like, I don't know if that's where he went. I'm Probably. I'm assuming. <laughs> Safe but, bet. Uh, but yeah, so, so he dodged that. So uh, shout out to everyone who's going to be dodging them kind of questions. Shout out, shout out, as typical, this is Tommy's weekly shout out to the Conservative Party section. But uh, I have a very warped view of this whole education shtick for, for obvious reasons. Uh, I did, I obviously, uh, I did flop my A-levels. I didn't get into university. What's and, a flop? What did you get? Uh, I got a, I got, I got a B in business studies. Mm. For, I did that, yeah. For which, for which my bar mitzvah was revoked. Um, <laughs> I got a B in, I got a B in history, which is also quite. Is it, wait, is this a flop? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, wait, wait, wait. Back, by the way, um, if your bar mitzvah has been revoked, yeah. But hang on, he just said two Bs, and apparently he flopped. Yeah, yeah, I got a C in French, which is a language I speak fluently. Okay. So yeah, I didn't get into any of the universities I wanted to. I wait, 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 flop, wait. Wait, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Johnny. Yeah, like, BBC, BBC is not a flop. Yeah, and when you're as naturally gifted as I am it's well great, right? clearly not but anyway um, yeah, <laughs> um, evidently yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. I, I remember being I remember calling up Cardiff University through clearing mm. and like speaking to the French professor and like having a literally is that what bang- you wanted to do French I, at that point I was going to do anything I thought I was going to get fucking slapped by my mum bro so I would have <laughs> taken any fucking course I would have done Latin or some shit fuck knows and um, uh, I remember speaking to her on the phone in French okay. being like listen, listen I know I've clearly flopped the exams da, 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 but you can tell I speak French she was yeah. like well look you got to see on the piece of paper I can't help you so I was like haram Haram, really? haram, haram. Yeah. Even through clearing. Yeah, through, I didn't get anywhere through clearing. Yikes. Didn't get anywhere through clearing. You obviously weren't doing it right because yeah. uh, th- two B's and a C, you'll get into 50% of unis in the country. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, I did always say, like, if I didn't get anywhere decent, I wasn't going to go. I didn't want to go. Well, you get into a top 20 university. No, I, did, I didn't get into any top you 20 universities. You go to York. That's bro. crazy, bro. Yeah, I didn't get into any of them. Didn't get into any of them. Um, so anyway, so then I was like, do, I was like, do I redo my A-levels? Do I do it? I was like, I really, I fucking hate, I hated education. I was kicked out of school. Mm. Ended up back in Hackney and College. Fucking hated it. Uh, hated education. This is fucking pointless. So my mom got me a job at Hackney Community College. And then it's a very long story, but I spilled my way into, into a job at Bloomberg at 18. But I although most people won't have the experience that I had being very lucky to get a job at a major global corporation at the age of 18, the people who I know who are actually doing the best with themselves from certain instance, from Hackney, from Clapton, the people who left school at 16 or who left school at 18 and, yeah. and, went, and got a job trajectory? early. What's that? What do they do well, when you pay... say got a job early? What kind of things are they so do? So they're either working on site or they um, started off, for example, in accountancy jobs, working as apprentices and then working their way up through the, the well, corporate like professional route. qualifications. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to like uni. As basically. opposed to going to university, yeah. right? And so that route um, not only instills a work ethic, which I think that you are, are late coming to if you mm -hmm. go and get on the session sure. three years, For sure. um, but it gives you a better understanding of the value of money. It gives you more uh, impetus to move out, to be more independent because you're your 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 necessity to earn and your understanding of the job market um, has a three year head start on all of your peers who who go and basically go on the piss and catch venereal diseases at Imperial for yeah. for three years. Done now. Um, so uh, I, I'm a big believer in apprenticeships and a big believer in if you don't like studying, you don't like going to school, don't go to university. There's go a and snobbery. Get a job. There's a snobbery though, right? That that exists across all most of the attractive industries that most graduates want to go into, finance, et cetera, mm. et cetera. They start at the degree, ultimately, and then they yeah. look at the university. When do you think we're gonna get up to a point where- Do you think where, they where, start there? I uh, think they'd start the opposite way around. They look at the uh, university, then they look at the Well, degree. yeah, yeah, yeah. However which way you wanna look at it. But, but they, yeah, yeah, exactly. but they that's, that's yeah, but that's yeah. my point, right? They still look at the university degree as being a benchmark to even open up conversations. Oh, yeah. I interview people at work, and even though I don't do the first round stuff, yeah. and I don't submit or admit people based on their CVs, um, it's apparent that this snobbery still exists. 100%. You speak about apprenticeships and all of that stuff, but people typically just want creme de la creme. Yeah, and so the way that they uh, make sense of that is by saying, as you say, the universities that they look at and the grades that they achieve there. When do you think we're gonna move away from that as being the, the status quo? Because people, I, I agree with you, with what you're alluding to, companies are essentially losing out on a lot of people because of the way that they view what constitutes a potentially great worker. I think that stuff's changing. Yeah. So you, you, we've seen global policy changes by you know these multinationals like Deloitte and Google and these guys all dropping the need for a university degree for the graduate schemes now, mm -hmm. right? So there's obviously the great majority of companies still require you to have degrees and all the rest of it, but you can clearly see the trend is moving away from that, right? So there's, you know, I think two of the big four, basically from the accounting world, mm. don't require a university degree really? now. For oh, the I didn't know scheme. that. Um, I think Google have also dropped it for again for the graduate scheme. If you're going in for a prof like an experienced higher role, they may still require it and stuff, which but, is mad by the way. But for the bait kind of like graduate traditional graduate entry route, like large companies of stuff. If you ask me to guess, I'd guess like fifteen percent maybe of the top. FTSE 100 companies would have dropped that requirement by yeah. now. 
Yeah, yeah. So when does it change? When it changes when it changes when um So it's changing. It's changing, yeah. but it change when there's more explicit support for apprenticeship yeah. schemes from the government, there's these kinds of policies. But it's, when did we become so obsessed with the degree stuff? Because Tony Blair. you mentioned, yeah, that's, the that's okay. Maybe yeah, that's, that's the answer. answer. Education, because, education, because education, before yeah. that, you'd have you'd have loads of stories like yeah. Johnny's, right, with yeah. people who started even younger well, who didn't go to built, college. The city is built on people who left Essex at sixteen Literally. and started buying sandwiches and desks yeah. So when did that change? So you're saying Tony Blair era? Yeah, and it's like not. This is like an unintended consequence, Correct. right? It's not bad. Like his intentions at the beginning weren't yeah, a bad yeah, yeah. thing. It was like. Not enough people should have the chance to go to university. Not enough people are going to university. We need to make it easier for people to get to university. That was like where they started. And we've got to a point where I guess you can argue the overwhelming success of what I guess what they set up, followed by various other governments after Mm. them or whatever, the success of of this push has led to whatever the number is, eighty percent of people now trying to get into university. And the question is, have we gone too far? Is the is the thing. So the unintended consequence of sending everyone to university was you basically created a funneled snobbery where only selective universities yeah. became desirable. So literally this, this happened to me when I was working at a previous bank. I was part of the interviewing process. And it was a two page form. You had to spend half an hour reading about the background, the candidate's background, half an hour, 40 minutes interviewing them and 20 minutes filling out the form afterwards. But in the top right hand corner of this two page form was just the candidate's university. Wild. So I went to HR and I said, why have you got that there? Mm. And they said, well, you know, it's part of the filtering process, part of the screening. I said, look, don't waste an hour plus mm. of my time getting to know and interviewing a candidate if you're literally just going to tin them because they didn't go to the LSE. Literally. Or they didn't go to Oxford, they didn't go to Cambridge. Imperial. That's yeah. Can you, can you mention Imperial when you talk yeah. about these big what universities as well? Can you pay some respect? Given. It's a given. Come on, bro. Europa League unis, bro. Uh, what do you mean, like, bin them after? So they'd get so the you screening to interview them first? Yeah. They, they get us to well, interview them. What's the point them? interviewing them then? Because at least they said they've given it. Yeah. They said they've oh, tried. Oh, so it's like an equality to, like, equal opportunity. So I went to HR and I said, look, don't waste my time doing this if you're just going to pick people from three universities. And they came back and they said some some bullshit lines of you should know it's our most diverse training group ever Uh, we have got an exact 50 percent balance of boys and girls Mm. i said all right so you've you've somewhat just about matched the genetic makeup of the planet (laughs) mazel tov Um, that doesn't make you particularly diverse you're basically doing the bare minimum i'm sure you've got no data on the backgrounds the socioeconomic let alone yeah. racial whatever da, 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 da. i'm not buying the diversity don't make me do it so they didn't they actually never asked me so to do another interview i push again. back on um, a lot of stuff that johnny says about like oh the government should do this the government should do that and like the answer to the apprentice thing was oh maybe the government blah 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 but like um this is like also an example of of companies trying to adhere essentially and then it falling through the only reason she came back to you or he came back to you, whoever it was from hr and said mm. oh we got 50 50 um guy girl split mm. uh, male female split is because now these companies in the city have to reveal gender yeah um gender ratio data yeah. mm-hmm. basically so as a result that kind of trickles down the hiring and yeah. blah, 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 then re- resulting to a to a retort like yeah yeah but we're diverse but it's not particularly 50, diverse 50. if you if you've got fifty percent of boys and girls all from Oxford Cambridge yeah. and the LSE sure but the idea is like for them the diversity as for I say for them on a macro yeah the diversity is essentially a, a box ticking thing right we're <laughs> going some through, boys and some girls we're going through this process we need to have x number of boxes ticked yeah. right mm-hmm. and one of the boxes now that the government is kind of semi-forcing us and the social media and public pressure is somewhat forcing us yeah. is on this diversity thing the easiest diversity thing to start off with is this boys and girls thing so let's just remedy that so she'll yeah. come back to you so and say, yeah 50 percent. so going back circling back to what i was asking about when did this snobbery start and when do we think that companies are going to start looking at this stuff less 
if that is to be the case and if like companies are already showing signs of not really caring as much about university degrees or institutions that you studied at, do you think that we are now entering an era where the overall attractiveness of a degree is reaching a lower point or yeah. do we do we think we're going to reach a point where the only the most valuable medical related engineering related degrees are actually worth going to university so for and everything else is just like so oh, I, think, just I think I've noticed a change in 10 years so you remember when we when we met at the company that we met each other when we were both working uh, people couldn't really believe that I hadn't gone to university when we started on our first day almost 10, 9th of Jan 2012 mm-hmm. almost 10 years yeah. uh, people couldn't believe it was like bizarre this guy's this kid's turned up and he's not got a degree. He's Johnny Viva's like 17 years old trying to move to all these like 27 year old women. And that's who, not even the thing. The they're impre- they're like... impressed by his chat, but as soon as he drops his age, they're like, uh, not, not even uh, that impressed uh, with the chat. But, but the realistically, the, the mad thing was, it's also a comparative thing, right? So yeah. they were also shocked because there'd be people who stand up and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm currently just like doing a part-time PhD in mathematics. Yeah. And then someone else is like, yeah, I did a banking and finance masters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So everyone's trying to floss. Yeah, I went to Bocconi yeah. Yeah, and all this. Kind Mad Bacconi, bro. Yeah, so everyone's out there trying to floss. Like, this is where I went. This is what I studied. Yeah, I did banking. And then there was like... Johnny stands uh, up. He's like, I'm from Hackney Community College. (laughs) But then there'll be like half of the class that basically didn't study... Uh, finance, but still went to like good universities. Yeah, just right? biology at Cambridge. Yeah, so yeah. they 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 like sit back on that basically. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. I didn't do the finance thing like this, like this Brera LSE yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I did, but you know, biology at Cambridge. But then, so it's a comparative thing yeah. that so made them shock. So the point I was making is that ten years ago it was it was very bizarre that I didn't have a degree. But now when I talk to people, now now I'm a bit more experienced. I guess I've got a track record. I've got a career track. People don't ask me about my degree, but if people ask where I study and I tell them I didn't go to university, it's a lot more common to hear people say something like fucking waste of time yeah it's a waste of time yeah. no, nobody said that 10 I, years ago I've got Nigerian parents that's the only reason why I went uni I'll be honest <laughs> I was not on it why were you not on it because I just felt like I had my interest in like higher education had peaked after college so then what did you want to do you wanted to like join the workforce or I, what? yeah I just wanted to figure it out wanted to potentially travel wanted to potentially like do some stuff travel and one of them ones innit? Yeah. you know you know just, fig- just figure just figure just figure it out just figure it out I had like I had did like, you have that conversation with your parents or you of course for a gap it was a very short com- <laughs> it was a very short conversation <laughs> It was Did you a, muster up the courage to have was, that conversation? It was yeah? probably one of the quickest conversations I ever had with my parents. <laughs> but then at the time, even Gap, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get a job in retail selling clothes. I just didn't know what I wanted to do, right? Like I just knew I wanted to work, I wanted to travel, I kind of just wanted to be a little bit free. Mm. Um, because yeah, man, like it goes without saying, anybody who knows Nigerian parents or African parents or whatever know that that's just like, it's very, very strict standards of education that you have to mm-hmm. uphold for all of your life. And that's exhausting. So I got to a point after my college, I got really good after after getting good uh, A-levels. So I was just like, all right, cool. I'm a bit tapped out. And I'd obviously applied to like six universities, Imperial being one of them. I didn't really look too tough at rankings and stuff like that. But it was Where only was when your I, second choice if you didn't go there? So I applied for Imperial, Kings, Royal Holloway, Kingston, Brunel, and God, who's the sixth? Uh, I can't remember the sixth, okay. but I got into I got into five out of six. Kings are the ones that rejected me for whatever reason. I was either going to do 
marketing or business. Okay. Right. Um, but we know when you ask, are you really, really from the ends? A <laughs> man went to five London unis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was going to be. Holloway. That's But that's what I'm saying, bro. I was so like not on the idea of going to university. If I was going to have to go, it was going to be close. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I was just wanted it to be as convenient as, like, as possible. Nottingham, um, that's not We me. got sold a dream with, uni- with, with Imperial. I had no idea we were going to be off ends. Oh, you didn't know? Oh my God, bro. Like, where my, <laughs> oh my Lord. I didn't go to visit it, right? Oh, so I, I just got <laughs> in. So the first time I went was when my mum drove me on the day. To drop you off. So as we were on, as <laughs> we were going, like yeah. Into Tom yeah Tom this ain't South like, Kent. This is not <laughs> South Kent, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this is a fucking village. Like what is going on? Like, um, but yeah, I, um, yeah, I didn't want to go and all of that, but it's, uh, I don't even know what the point I was making before. I knew, <laughs> I knew it was a village. Yeah. I, I knew it was a village, but still yeah. like, I think I knew early on that it's just a brand building game. Right? Yeah. You're just trying to get into the best university you can. Yeah. And, even, the, even and that's it. The, what you're studying almost doesn't matter. Yeah, it's that's secondary. my point. And that was my point, right? Like I didn't know what I was getting into when I was applying, but what I will say is, um, I'm so glad that my sister rung me by the neck and was like, you're going to Imperial mm. if you've got in. Um, because yeah, it probably has set me up in ways that I didn't really see. Unfair or not, it's probably set me up in ways that I didn't really foresee at the time. Mm, but having said it. that, it yeah, I didn't, I didn't really look at it that much again yeah. because I just wasn't on it. But to Johnny's point, you know, when I do hear stories about people who didn't go to university, I'm like, good on you, man. Like, I get a little bit jealous because I didn't really want to do it myself. My biggest- but Having said that, university, the fr- our three years at university, fucking amazing. Like, my, I met my, some great people. But I don't know about good on you though. Yeah. I think the university thing still has some value. Like the problem is I was very much on the no value thing, right? Mm. Like what you were saying, Johnny. Mm-hmm. But like realistically at the same time, you can look, all right, university's gone to nine grand, super expensive, is it worth it? Rah, rah, rah. But- at the same time, if you look at the states and 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 the relative cost there, and and the number of people who still attend university, mad one. So I think we haven't reached the top. I think the universities, when they look at this as their business, mm. and they look, can we can we drive more revenue by increasing tuition fees? Mm. The answer, I think, is yes. I think mm. there's still, I think the way they look at it, and the way even I look at it, there's still probably capacity for them to raise their fees and still have people attending. That's the issue. My biggest flex is that I'd, I've never had to pay off a student loan. So all of my income was tax-free, baby. Yeah, but student loan yeah. is a minor. Anyway. 10 grand a minor year is a mad brother. one. I was Don't the last year of three grand a year and I might yeah. I might have had my arm twisted to turn up at fucking Aberyst with or Hull or some shit. We were the first year at three grand a so year. So I was the last. Yeah. So 10 grand a year? No, thanks. No trade. Yeah, I'll go yeah. get a job. But yeah, good talk. Congratulations to everybody who got their grades and stuff. Um, don't let them tell you that the the traditional education system is the only way for you to achieve what Absolutely you want to achieve. Not. Bund the University I think, of Yeah, Exeter. exactly. I think that's I think that's University of Exeter. Yeah, I can't say that, bro. I is that what rejected. you meant? I got rejected. Which means that way? we went not, together, bro. Sorry, not where you went. <laughs> when it was not what I meant to say, applied. They buoyed me, they buoyed yeah. me. They were like one of two universities that buoyed uh, me. I went to the, the other was Edinburgh, but I didn't take that personally. Uh, <laughs> they'd leave. For you. Okay. <laughs> I went uh, I went to the University of Life. Mm. A man got off two two. Yeah. On a uh, <laughs> the Desmond. The Desmond. The Desmond. Um on a more somber note, we probably just gotta get this out. I we have to spare a thought and send our prayers and well wishes to the people of Plymouth, mm. um, who obviously this week went through one of the most disgusting high profile mass shootings um, that the UK has actually seen um, in its history. Similar to Dunblane, similar to Hungerford, similar to the more recent one with that that guy in Cumbria, right? Near Newcastle, wherever it was. Um, this lad 
Jake Davison uh, essentially went on a rampage and killed five people, including a, I believe, a three-year-old um, kid and her father. He killed his own mother um, and two other people. It's horrible news that we have to cover. We're a news podcast. Um, this guy, this troubled young man, I'm not sure if you men have heard of incels. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. What are they called? In, in, involuntary celibates. Involuntary celibates. Now, okay. Smart yeah, chat. Tell it's, me uh, more. Very mad chat. So, background. This guy was known on the internet or had somewhat of a profile on the internet. And we're not going to stay on this for too long. Had somewhat of a profile on the internet for uploading videos where he was essentially getting more and more manic um, and upset about the way his life was going. Okay. I didn't make much of that because the incel thing is a new phenomenon for me. But apparently this is part of a much wider movement, mm -hmm. which is basically online. It's a subculture yeah. online that has a community of men Okay. Who, they're essentially men who feel vengeful towards women because they fail to forge sexual relationships with them. Vengeful. They're convinced that they are the victims of society and that society is rigged in favor of women and is against men. Mm. But in that is their inability to attract women that they link to their overall success as humans. So they develop this really, really odd hatred and they come together and they speak about it. The sickest thing that I read this week about this lad is that in these forums online, they there were incels, fellow incels, that were disappointed in what they called this lad's score. So they gave him a score, um, which is essentially the number of people that he killed. And they uh -huh. said they were disappointed that it wasn't higher. So we're not talking about very normal so this was discussed. People. So they, yeah, yeah. They, so post- like They were talking about like him going on the shoot, shooting spree. So I don't know if it happened. I don't know if they were leading up to it, but oh, okay. in the aftermath so, of it, these forums, people were like, his score, given is, what we stand for, should have been higher. So he should have killed more people. So it's not- For this, a, for this subculture. For this, in this subculture. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a very long bridge between the two sides of the river that separates um, kind of online white supremacist culture and this online incel culture. So okay. the online incel culture is driven by a sense of male supremacy. Okay. Um, which often, whose followers often share characteristics of, of white supremacy in that there's plenty of recorded evidence that there, a Venn diagram overlaps quite strongly between these two online subcultures. So this is the first instance of a, of a killing like this in this country. I've not particularly been following this story because I've been abroad, but you might remember at the beginning of last year, early 2020, uh, there was a bloke in Canada who did the same thing. There was a mass shooting in Canada who Missed was an it. incel and he uh, said that it was it was him. And it's a similar type. So when you were talking about the discussion online, that uh, the guy in New Zealand who killed a bunch of people last year. Are they all murder-suicides, these men? They all, do they all take them? Like, is so it part, the is guy, a subculture the guy, thing, the whole thing? No, the whole, it's not murder. No, 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 that's not. Right. The guy in Canada, I think, got, got done by coppers. Can't quite remember, but there was, that was definitely a thing. And basically, the, the idea is that these type of events are discussed and, if, if possible, live-streamed and broadcast like the killer in New Zealand who shot up a bunch of Muslim people at the end of last year. Uh, the basis of this incel shtick, as you said, is basically that the, uh, these, these men blame society or blame society's norms or blame women for their unattractiveness. They don't uh, see it as their fault or any deficiency on their part. 
that uh, women don't want to sleep with them and that manifests itself in deep rage and deep anger against the society and against women who um, who are the root cause of their insecurities. And this is why I revile people um, such as Jordan Peterson, whose shtick about um, society um, and the the structures of society being rigged against men and yeah. Um, yeah. all that kind of shite uh, leads people down this rabbit hole. So he's very much a public face and an easily accessible uh, route into this um, type of ideology. Um, I think it's sick. And I think it's, it's very, very fucked. Uh, it's unfortunate that it's that this subculture is gaining more prevalence, but it is a very dangerous and very attractive one. I was why, shocked. Why do you think it's gaining more prevalence? Because it's it, it's 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 a very so the subculture is, is essentially. Uh, sorry, because I don't understand this. Yeah, stuff. I don't. I'm not. I'm, f- I'm familiar with it. So the subculture is basically guys who are angry at women. that yeah. women don't find them attractive. Yeah. Correct, so basically. so yeah. for background, incel began around the turn of the millennium after being set up by a gay woman to offer online support to those struggling to find love and so technically involuntarily celibate. Okay. By 2012, the group had been taken over by men who felt their right to have sex with women was being wrongfully denied in part due to genetic determinism. What's that? That, that could be interesting. The so that, that's, this, that, this, a lot of this is Jordan Peterson's shtick about, you know, not um, being desirable, not having desirable I've characteristics. Yeah. I've never heard this People before. who believe like their masculinity is under threat because of the way the world is going, da, 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 da. And that the common enemy is females. Cultural Marxism is destroying the role of traditional males in the family, et cetera, et cetera. And you're now persecuted if you want to be a traditional male mm-hmm. and have a family and women and not have an obedient woman. It's a bad thing to have an obedient woman yeah. in your life, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And I don't know how they've got these stats, but they reckon there are hundreds of thousands of these incels around the world. Yeah. But like 2,000 in the UK. Yeah, it's it's relatively viable. I don't, know if, that, I don't know if that goes on the also, census. It's, yeah, also, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Discord chat. It's also yeah, yeah, yeah. it's also it's an attractive ideology. I was shocked. I was listening to LBC and the cab on the way home, and so I make the distinction about I make the association between um, white supremacy and, and male supremacy because it's very it, you can understand why white people in this country end up as racist because they believe uh, that foreigners come here and take their jobs, and so the reason I don't have a job is because it's all these foreigners and people of color who come here and take my shit. It's a very easy way, a very attractive way of, bla- of you not having any sex or having women who find you attractive by saying, well, just like it's the foreigners taking jobs, it's women's fault that I'm not getting any. And then it's the same, it's the same base level attraction and deflection of blame and responsibility or wider issues that lead people down this male supremacy hole as, as leading down the white supremacy one. Mm-mm-mm. And you mentioned the Canada guy. Uh, which I actually didn't know, but there was a case in 2015, a chap called Ben Moynihan, who was 18 at the time, who was jailed for 21 years for attempting to murder three women as they walked home alone. Mm. He wanted revenge for being unable to lose his virginity uh, because he couldn't find a girlfriend. How old is he? He was 18. Insert toxic comment now. No, I was just thinking 18's young, right? Oh, no, damn, no, man. Like, yeah, Tommy, yeah, no, no, because, come on, man. Like, he's ambitious at Go 18. to a brothel, buddy. <laughs> no, no, like, at 18, yeah, it's ambitious. It's ambitious of him to be vexed, to be this angry at 18. Yeah. It's crazy, you know bro. What I mean? Like, if he was like a 30-year-old man yeah. who was vexed, then you're like, all right, maybe some, some insert banter, right? Yeah. But at 18, this guy's obviously just a Yeah, if you want something <laughs> meaningful, I understand why you wouldn't go to like the old nag's head on Allgate. But, but... You know, if if it's just you wanted Drop to lose, the pin. yeah, yes. you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you can you send me that one on Google? Yeah, I will. Well, yeah. But if it's just wanted to lose your virginity, bloody hell, bruv. Like, do you have to go about it this yeah, way? But anyway, cool. it's um, 
it's pretty crazy. The it's, it's a subculture. It doesn't seem like a lot, 2,000 people in the UK, but there are, as you said, as I said, 100,000 people or hundreds of thousands of people around the world who seemingly are buying into this very dangerous ideology. This guy had a fucking gun license as well. Yeah, which was taken off him mad. and then given back to him in, in, in uh, I mean, I can't really explain how that went Fun down. Is. One thing that but, we should um, be grateful for though, and happy about is that this kind of shit doesn't go down that often here, right? Yeah. You see this happening every day in the States. Yeah, that's Once, that, twice a week, there'll be gun violence that, that kills more than three people. You make a really, really good point there because one of the things that I was reading into on this as well is that unlike the US, every single time one of these mass shootings has happened, Hungerford, Dunblane, as I mentioned before, has always been followed immediately by tightening of gun laws so i think hungerford was automatic rifles or automatic guns out of here uh, i think dunblane was like um i think after dunblane happened they outlawed handguns every single time one of these mass murderings has happened there has been changes to the law which yeah. obviously we can't say the same for the u.s mm, because they have literally well, yeah, right? yeah yeah so you're right it doesn't happen here so as we should be grateful much, about so that. we are grateful for that the other thing about this one story time is crazy. too many right the other thing about this story that's crazy is like the number of guns that are out. I didn't actually realize. So the stat was the whatever police department, Devon Satin Satin, that gave him back his uh, his license, issued 10,000 permits last year. What nice. the fuck? Yeah. 10,000 permits? Yeah. Well, most right. of those would be farmers. They're Devon, all farmers, Devon, right? basically. Yeah. They're right. all going to be okay. people who need shotguns and yeah, rah, 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 and they're in rural places. These, the, the council, police council, whatever, sure. the, the, the constable constabulary, constabulary. Um, those, those guys to, to like shoot badges and stuff yeah that kind Foxes. of shit Fox and whatever but it's non-urban environment Jesus. licenses basically but these man there are guns out there, there yeah it's are. quite a lot I think I missed it but like yeah there are guns <laughs> I out said and oh yes yeah not not, not here <laughs> that's exclusively reserved for, for stateside action at the moment I'm not sure it is pretty I'm pretty sure no Oh, I thought I was, is, thought we, I was we shanking a badger. Are oh, they the same colour? Yeah. <laughs> Wearing that yeah. t-shirt. Here we're, here we're shanking, man, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't graduated to the to the weapon of, yeah. uh, of American choice. But yeah, man, um, chillingly, and I'll end on this, man, like obviously sending love to Plymouth and the people of Plymouth, Devon, surrounding areas who are going through it, the people who have lost someone, thinking about the mum, man. Like imagine, imagine giving birth to your killer. Mm. fucking wild isn't it it's a mad one it's absolutely fucking wild um, bone, bone chilling there'll be more information that comes out about this because there must be like in all cases where someone starts off by killing their family there must be more to it right he's just unhinged in his many insult, dude. yeah like, in, a, in a number of his many YouTube videos he was disrespecting his mum quite a bit um, he said that she was um, well, he said some very, very insulting things about the way that she raised him and the way that she is mm. and so on and so forth. So there was no love lost from that perspective. But again, come on. Where right. these brothers are struggling. Apple. <laughs> Apple oh, God. says that its announcement of automated tools to detect child sexual abuse on the iPhone and iPad was miscommunicated. Mm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Badly. A um, week and a half ago, Apple revealed that they were going to have new image detection software that can alert Apple if known illegal images were uploaded to its iCloud storage. <clears throat> Creepy. Privacy groups criticized the news with some saying Apple had created a security backdoor in its mm. software. Mm. The company says its announcement had been widely misunderstood. Um, 
We wish this had come out a little bit more clearly for everybody, said Apple software chief Craig Federighi. Apple announced two new tools designed to protect children. They will be deployed in the US first. The first one is image detection. The first tool can identify known child sex abuse material when a user uploads photos to iCloud. Storage, message filtering. In addition to the iCloud tool, Apple are also announcing a parental control that users could activate on their children's accounts. If activated, the system would check photographs sent by or to the child over Apple's iMessage app. If the machine learning system judged that a photo contained nudity, it would obscure the photo and warn the child. Parents can also choose to receive an alert if the child chooses to view the photo. What a time to be alive. Yeah, I mean, I've totally missed the story, completely ignorant to it. I've not really seen anything about it. Um, and I guess you could make the case, very, it'd be very weird if you did, you could make the case where this is, this is all turning into Black Mirror. Yep. And this is private companies yep. who are infringing on the role of the state and our yep. private personal privacy and whatever. But really, <laughs> it sounds like you don't believe it. But really, it, I mean, like, what's the case of the defense if you've got fucking child porn on your phone? I don't give a shit. But what's the difference between child porn in your phone versus a child of your own in the bath with you? Uh, okay, fine. I don't think that if you get taken to court for having a kid, having a, a photo of your kid in the bath that you're going to get prosecuted. Right, so it's a false color. equivalence. I'll give you some color on the story, yeah. So, <laughs> he's, he's got back in the seat. No, 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 he's ready. Just, just hey, so Olga has entered the chat. Yes. No, no, just because um, <laughs> there right. is like, we have to. Be, we can shoot Apple some bail on this, even though I don't want to, right? Um, and everything that that Johnny was Android saying baby. in a uh, in a sarcastic tone of oh yeah, yeah, that's all serious concerns, like of of your privacy and rah rah rah. It's difficult to argue against child abuse, obviously. Of yeah? course. So that's why you start there, right? Because yeah. no one's going to be like, yeah, yeah. We want people should have child abuse images on their phone. Yeah. You can't have that argument, mm. right? So you start there and then before then it's going to be like other illegal acts. Oh, why have you got pictures of drugs on your phone? Or mm. why is there a picture of a shank, et cetera, et cetera. So the argument is the, the, the road of direction. But anyway, to go back to the point about the naked picture of your, you and your kid in a bath or rah, 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 the argument that they make is that there's already a database basically of known child um, sexual images, right? Yep. Millions and millions of images that have been stored by global police forces basically mm -hmm. over many, many years. And those images are turned into some form of what they call a fingerprint, mm -hmm. basically. So it's not actually an image, it's just a series of lines or some shit like mm -hmm. that. And then they argue that what they're doing is they're taking every image on your iPhone and then turning that into a fingerprint mm -hmm. and then matching fingerprint to fingerprint. Okay. Right? So the argument of like... Um, this my me and my daughter in the shower, or me and my son, like mm -hmm. whatever. He's, I'm changing my my kid, and someone mm -hmm. took a picture. Yeah. So what happens is all of those are nullified because none of those images will be on the database of sexual, um, mm -hmm. whatever sexual abuse that the police have put together. Mm -hmm. So there's no way you can get flagged. Is Apple's argument? Yeah. So Apple's argument is if you've taken a picture of you and your kid, and the kid is maybe semi naked or whatever, and it's on your personal phone. Mm -hmm. Um, then there's no way you can get flagged because that's not going to match a database of blah, blah, blah. Yep. Whereas people are arguing, I'm not comfortable with even Apple 
accessing this information and looking at these images, mm -hmm. right? To which they retort, well, we're not looking at an image, we're looking at a fingerprint, basically. It's yeah, not really yeah, yeah. the actual image. Right. Yeah. But it, it all comes back down to who has the rights to this picture that I've just taken, yeah. ultimately. Yeah. 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 Right? And they, they push back on that, on that I'm sorry message is also partly I'm sorry, but partly... Also, Facebook and, and blah, blah, blah. They've all been doing this for a while. Everyone does image checks against this mm. registry, rah, rah, rah. So that's their argument. We're not the only ones. But they're the ones that have probably the most dominant market position. Mm. And that's why people are like, well, if Apple say it's cool and they're going to work with the US government to do this, then the US government would then turn around tomorrow and force all other companies to, to work with them. Yeah. In yeah. Various other it ways. is quite interesting, though, because we are entering a place. We had this conversation about whether or not social media platforms should do more to, to curb racial abuse that <laughs> happens on online. And, you know, we obviously went back and forth on the role of the companies. Mm. It's becoming more and more apparent that the companies are becoming the government with regards to the steps that are being taken to, to, to right some of the many wrongs that are happening in society. Yeah, Isn't I mean, it? Like yeah. the, the companies are essentially going where the government doesn't, see, even though you said in collaboration with the government, it would appear that the companies actually do play a huge, huge part in righting some of these societal wrongs, whether we like it or not. We're at that point now, right? Yeah, I mean, this isn't, this isn't new though, right? If you look at the vast majority of what is America's intelligence and defense infrastructure, it's run by Amazon. Mm -hmm. America's logistics infrastructure is Amazon. Mm -hmm. So these moves have been happening for, for years and years and years. I just don't particularly think that this is a, I don't think this is an egregious case. I understand that there's, there is risk of overreach. There's risk of policy, policy reach if you instigate this. But I'm willing to let, I'm more than willing to let this one run, especially if the model you describe about not actually looking at photos and yeah, running saying. fingerprints. That's why I think we should shoot them bail. Like to be, we have to report it fairly. It yeah. jokes to be like, fuck Apple, they're fucking us. Yeah, and there's, realistically. and there's plenty of shit that, that, that Apple do that is awful. You know, if, if Apple paid their fucking tax appropriately, there'd be a lot more resource to hunt pedophiles in countries all around the world. Big facts. Um, and that's not great. However, am I gonna, am I gonna ping them for using their technological advantage to find nonces? No, I'm, I'm probably comfortable with this It's one. all fun and games until one of your nudes ends up um, pinging you back as an alert because it's on this uh, police database. If, if, if I take a nude and, and Apple deems my dick so small that it's deemed as child porn, <laughs> I've got greater issues <laughs> than um, than personal join, privacy. Join your boys in the insleb or whatever. Yeah, in, yeah, insleb. In, in, what in what are they called? Incel, incel, yeah. white boy summer mashup party. I said sleb because Shoot. of the celibacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> insleb sounds disgusting. Involuntary celebrity. Involuntary. It sounds much it sounds worse, disgusting. doesn't it? Insleb. insleb. Involuntary celebrity or some yeah, shit. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So you're for it. You are for this. I'm for stopping nonces. Yeah, that's what's up. Hundred percent. <laughs> it's not a particularly revolutionary take, but it seems like this seems this seems like something that can fairly easily be done. The fingerprint model seems fairly fair. Mm. The vast majority, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people, are never going to get pinged. If you if you take a selfie and my picture isn't already on the database, then there's there's no ping, right? So yeah. I don't really give a shit. Run free today, right? The issue is today. Right? Mm. Today it all makes sense. Today 100%. I find it difficult to argue against oh, child porn, and today it makes sense that oh, it's fingerprints and rah rah. If we believe and buy all the BS that we, mm. we get told, but what's it going to be tomorrow? That's the issue, right? Yeah, agreed. Um, and you're and you're right. Big companies have always played a role, right? Um, and we mentioned Amazon and blah, blah blah, but it's across all sectors: Boeing and Lockheed yeah. Martin yeah. and 
Halliburton and like various parts of the government. Yeah, I, I understand that. I understand that technology companies. is used for these frameworks, just logistically and in terms of infrastructure. But more, my point was more some of the more pressing societal issues that we have: racism, child abuse, yeah. so on and so forth. An area which companies typically refrained from in the past getting yeah. involved mm. with are now taking a charge in changing what you would argue the government has a responsibility in addressing yeah, first. Yeah, I think what we have to realise- It should be government announcements using the technology of Apple as opposed to Apple saying, we've got this technology that's in thing. collaboration the with- The government can't mandate Apple to do to do that, right? But the, the flip side, well, not in the US anyway, in China they could, mm. but like in the US or somewhere like that, you can't. But the other thing that we have to bear in mind is these large US companies, uh, maybe some large G7 companies or whatever, the scale at which they operate is larger than majority of countries around yes. the world, right? Yeah. So when you think about um, how much cash on hand Apple has, yeah, just sitting in a bank account. A Apple could buy Greece. Exactly. Easily. With Probably cash. twice over. They could, but they could like, buy Greece with cash. Yeah. They, they're, they're just cash. The, the cash, the, the cash <laughs> reserves that they're sitting on, like if they were a, a country, would have them in the similar size to Poland, I remember mm. reading a few years back. Mm. And that's a few years ago, right? Mm. Um, so... They operate on a different level. They don't. They they don't think about things on a singular country level, right? Yeah. So they run like states. These so, mega corporations run like states. Yeah. Tim Cook and Jeff Bezos are presidents. Presidents, basically, effectively, yeah. and they oversee different departments of of an internal government. Yeah. So they firstly they're not thinking about this on a single state level, like US, UK. They're just looking at it from a global perspective. Yeah. Um, and and the proof is in the pudding. Facebook have a their own Supreme Court, right? Mm. They have a mm -hmm. group of. 15 or 20 or 30 people that they've hired some of the most uh what's considered like you know philosophical thinkers elite man or mm. whatever mm. various ex-presidents foreign ministers nick clegg sits, yeah. on, sits mm. on it and various other yeah. people right Waste. so um so it's they are com countries they facebook is just as powerful as a non let's say g20 country yeah i'll say cynically that this move by apple is this is business do you agree or disagree with that that's yeah, quite controversial. No, I agree with you. You think you think you think Apple or Amazon or Facebook are more powerful than any non G twenty country? Uh, yeah, I do because their yeah, lobbying exactly. abilities are way larger, mm -hmm. right? Um, I would say what what this is for Apple even without an army. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you could just go fucking hire the, the guys that did the Haitian president. Yeah, yeah right? for real. Or, or you shut just force Haiti, the U.S. government. The yeah. You just tell the yeah, U.S. government, yeah, exactly. hey, go, go invade them. I've got interest here. Well, how do you, what do you fucking think Iraq and Afghanistan were about? Shout out Haiti, by the way. Shout out Haiti, Another bloody To wrap this up, I think basically this is business by Apple. This is business. This is PR work. It's good for PR. It's not good for PR. It's been terrible. That's why they've had to release a second I'm sorry statement. Yeah, I think eventually it will turn out for the better. They're trying to do a They're trying to do a social good even if they've messed up in the execution but it's, it's business yeah. it's business but even that social goods bullshit because they baited themselves because yeah. at the end they were like well facebook and la 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 they these men already do, already do yeah, it fine. so then you're yeah. like well then it's not social good you're coming to the party late so why is google and facebook in, five years ahead of in you in keeping in keeping with everything we've just said these um these companies like you like you said run like super states they are laws unto their own their lobbying capability is infinite and if like i said if apple paid their taxes then law enforcement would be sufficiently funded elsewhere around the world they're doing this for business they think they can make money out of it so good that they're catching nonces but let's not pretend that apple's a charity so less dick pics into iclouds um is the conclusion just make there. sure you've got a big enough dick to not be caught as a child and then and that's right yeah so guys tories we love them the tommy party uh, yeah no, <laughs> not the tommy party so well, what's going on man like rishi sunak all of a sudden goes from being one of the most popular mm. what we thought popular mps uh slash 
top dogs in politics to being apparently threatened with 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 with, with being sacked by his boss. Yes, Icarus um, flew too close to the sun. Ridiculous, and he One is of the forty-eight laws of power. Yeah, never outshine the never master. Never outshine the master. Or you know, as I like to say, don't make your boss look like a. Mm. Um, that's for you that's why you haven't written a book yet <laughs> soon come what um, Rishi Sunak had anyone to... can write a book these days by the way it's a fucking joke the number yeah. of Facebook yeah. things and like Instagram things I see of people that I know yeah. who are writing books I'm, not, bro, I'm, I'm, not, hate, I'm not hating on anyone who can write, write a book, a book. though I'm not, write, I'm, I'm not hating on you anybody can who can book. write a book what do you mean can write a book but bro if you writing can a sentences book together, you can write nah, a book but writing a you'll book you'll be surprised at how easy it is to self-publish like these yeah. days I'm thinking of writing a child's book children's book yeah. you know what I mean yeah because I've got a little cousin who can draw really well and she wants to write bro. so it's like I'll sit with you and help you write that's Walliam's money baby but with self and this is technology again right with self-publishing everything's accessible things that we used to think were difficult to do authors musicians are no but you can make music yourself at home or you can write books i mean everything's become much more accessible but anyway the chancellor had to insist that he and boris johnson were in tandem or as he said in lockstep Mm. um, over major spending commitments expected this autumn despite ongoing suggestions that they are not Mm. boris johnson reportedly threatened to demote or sack mr rishi Um, last week in the latest sign of tensions between the top the top Tory pair. Asked repeatedly by many news outlets this week if he had ambitions to take <coughs> on the top job, like many people think Rishi will. Uh, he said, these are not the sort of things I'm focused on. Yes, very good. Um, very good answer. Apparently more than half of Tory voters want Mr. Rishi to succeed, Bojo in Downing Surely Street. way more than half. Um, Diversity, DNI and mm, that. Yes. And some 47% of conservatives want this transition to happen in the next 12 months. Now, guys, am I completely barking up the wrong tree by just thinking that like this could be 100% orchestrated by the Tories because they know deep down inside that Boris is on his way out, but they have this unbelievably popular chancellor who got us through... Uh, turbulent times no what was it called furlough oh. uh, furlough god furlough pappy uh, <laughs> furlough puppy, my <laughs> um, do you think that this could be something that the Tories have, have, are orchestrating because they're they're like that to essentially secure the Tory majority for the next fucking couple of generations or no. do you think it is real beef no I think it was real beef I mean, you, can t- you can tell by the nature of the leak and yeah. who and how it came out because oh yeah because he, essentially the way this all started for the listeners who don't know but it all kicked off because there was a leak that Rishi had to write a letter to Boris Johnson essentially saying, motherfucker, all of these other countries are opening up travel restrictions yeah. and extending their furloughs. We are looking like mugs because we are not. Signed regards, best regards, kind regards, yours sincerely, Rishi. Rishi, Rishi. Because, because we're not opening up. Yes. So he was like, we are not competitive with our neighboring countries um, and the other European powerhouses who are opening up their travel restrictions um, way more and way more aggressively than we are. So what you're saying and is that he, was at he was coming at Boris. He was coming at Boris. He was coming at Boris. From the saying, right. Yes. Saying okay. we need to do he more here. Speak, and yeah. that got leaked. And that's how things started. Yeah. So, so to your point. So, so I don't think this is a, I don't think this is um, a media play. Judging by the nature of the leak, I, I didn't read the entire story, but I kind of caught the headline when it first came out, and mm. then read a bit at the time, but didn't read didn't read much of the follow up. But seeing how it came to market, this one this one's real beef. But I did see some good analysis at the time, basically that um, Rishi is significantly 
more popular among non-conservative party members yeah and the conservative party membership are well aware of that fact mm -hmm. so if boris uh if boris were to get rid of uh rishi he would effectively become a king across the water was was the phrase used um they what does that mean a king across the water is yeah. a king who Someone sits on a throne it. from a distance oh, okay cool um I think the Conservatives know that. Again, like you said, the Tories really know this job doesn't earn enough money for Boris and he's on the way out. He doesn't yep. really fancy it anymore. He's won his elections and don't want to he'll go down in history. I hate he's, the guy, he's but, done his job. Yeah, but, but, but spare a thought for what he's had to come into as yeah, PM. Yeah, by his power plays. This is, this he's is just what he's wanted to. Yeah. This fucking idiot has gone yeah. from like opportunity to op I mean, opportunistically. But he's gone like, from have I got news for you yeah, joke, man, yeah. to Prime Minister will Crazy. go down in history as an election winner. So it's fine. Gee, he's a done massive election as well. Yeah, he's done his thing, yeah. But I think I think the Tories know there's a lot more longevity in Rishi. Yeah. Like you say, he he serves the DNI box. Yeah. Great chat for the Tories. But listen, we've had actually two women and uh, now foreign, a brown man and a brown mm, man as prime minister. Mm, yeah. You men are still doing up Jezza and Kia, yeah. <laughs> so let's not chat to men about social mobility. It's great chat. It's great I Tory chat. You right? mentioned now that you mentioned Kia, yeah. What's interesting is there's that, nothing interesting about Kia. No, no. But what's interesting is that you could probably pull par like parallels between what Rishi on paper offers this kind of safe, steady pair of yeah. hands. Yeah. Has the, like the the argument for why Rishi could potentially be a great leader of the party is this exact same argument that people put forward towards uh, Sir Keir Starmer, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have this crazy Jeremy Corbyn, unelectable, yeah, no strategy, blah, blah, blah. You have this crazy Boris Johnson who's uh, eccentric and like uh, doesn't have any coherent strategy, et cetera, et cetera. And the replacement for both of these are apparently these steady hand guys who, who, um, who, are like the return to established order, basically, mm. right? So it could also go terribly wrong, right? Is what I'm trying to say. This like could end terribly wrong. Yeah, it could end terribly yeah, the same way it, it went for the Labour Party. Yeah. Star, right? I'd like just to say on this, firstly for Boris, Rishi's not going to be a man who you can brush off as easily, firstly, mm. right? Not anymore. Because man like Sajid yes. could get brushed, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, whereas, I don't know if you men are aware, but Rishi's wife is her, her dad. <laughs> Loaded! Her yes. dad created Infosys, right? Bruv, her dad is levels. Yeah, levels. exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes. Six. He's worth like six or seven bill. Bruv. Like these guys are major party donors. Correct, yeah. He's no like, mug, by the way, Rishi as well. He he ran, um, he was one of the co-founders of, of a hedge fund that I used to cover it uh, in London. But he's the Oxford Goldman hedge fund, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's got to Lampard, right? Yeah, but he yeah. also went to Winchester and right. He comes yeah. from money as well, he's right? He's from these money. Indian, Kenyan Indian. Uh, he's got money, but he married serious yeah, money. But he yeah, ma yeah. he married very well. Yeah. So, like, very good. He, it's not like uh, Sadiq Khan and thing where you're like, oh, uh, uh, I don't have a power base within. Like, he, Rishi is well connected. Mm -hmm. Like, so he's not going to be as easy to brush off for Boris, yeah. firstly. Secondly, though, I don't buy this. I think Rishi's kind of ascended to this chancellor spot pretty luckily right but with, boris has created a beast thing, right? he got rid of javid and then got in someone who he thought so, would be quiet and didn't realize that he turned out to be so but popular it's, it's not a beast issue is what i'm saying firstly he's popular now because everyone's popular until there's attention put on them and then their unpopular un unfavorabilities start getting driven up right yeah. no we don't know anything about him so he's uh, that's competent his yeah that's what i'm saying so that's why he's popular because we don't know anything he's competent yeah. he's delivered a couple of budgets speaks uh, he well seems, he seems like a nice enough guy whatever right so so he's liked right but the minute that the spotlight 
is on him, right? When the tabloids and the talk journalists and this and that mm. are now all discussing him. And he is interfacing with us, the general public, much more regularly than he is. More regular interviews, more regular time on Question Time, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. His unfavorability, his, his uh, disapproval ratings will, will go up yeah. naturally. Yep. The more we see him, we'll find things that we don't like. Yep. And the more the opposition, the Labour Party, see that he is a popular person, mm. the more they'll work towards making him unpopular, right? Yep. So it's cool. He's popular now, fine. But I don't think that popularity lasts that long, right? Because the more we get to know him, I'm sure the more we'll dislike him because right now yeah. it's just an image he's yeah. just a brown man and who dresses fairly well in good shape who's a chancellor who delivers competent good uh, public speeches and la 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 so it makes sense that everyone likes him but give the give the sun the mirror the daily mail and all these guys mm. two two minutes they'll pull up reasons why we won't like him. yeah i don't know I, just, I think they see i think they see him as a blairite type figure he's young slim when you say they you mean the establishment basically. the establishment the party and the media, to an extent, they see him as a Blairite type figure, young, slim, relatively good looking, good for camera, good on camera. Okay, not a massively strong slim. ideology. And slim. I think, yeah, you watch your man's... Oh, yes. Yeah. Man, what are you talking about? What? Is that, does that go into this? Yeah, yeah he's photogenic. He's image, good on camera. Image on... 100%. Images everything, right? 100%. You forgot who's in charge. Yeah, but he's a once in a generation blustering more. I know you were looking at personality. No wonder, yeah. no wonder you said dishy rishy. Okay, John, carry on. Who <laughs> said dishy rishy? That was his nickname. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. That was his nickname. All right, nickname. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Wow, boy, Furlow you, Puppy. You might need to. <laughs> Furlow, I like Furlow Puppy. Furlow Puppy, that was a Furlow good Puppy, I like. That's what they called him, Dishy Rishi. Dishy Rishi. Yeah, that yeah. sounds. That's Dishy Rishi is a bit racist. Oh, boy. <laughs> For real. If you how ask me, racist? it doesn't I mean, work. Could, you, oh, wait, did you what? hear, did you hear the term? Mean, how is that did racist? You the, did you hear the term Mr. curry? I don't see colour, yeah? The, 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 term, the term curry is now racist. We're, can, we're cancelling the word curry. Say what? It's rooted in colonialism, apparently. I saw Say that, what? I saw that come up on Twitter. I didn't read it, but yeah. Mm. You, yeah, you need to get off that. Yeah, I do need to get off that. Anyway, yeah. uh, I, think, I think that he's, he's, he's seen as, as you Dishy, said, not only the, sure. sa- the safe pair of hands, but young and, and, and a Blairite figure. He doesn't really stand for much, which is kind of the Labour Party's advantage because he's like Keir Starmer and that, okay, clearly competent, but what's his politics? That's the whole yeah. thing, right? Yeah, what's yeah. his politics? So then so you get in and then it's that's a... Labour's <laughs> crack- that's Labour's crack alike. Yeah. But was this was this beef manufacturer going back to the original question? No, I think it's genuine. And I think it's probably the, actually the setting up of a platform of a Sunak ascendancy. So I think it is manufactured though, because I think it's not, it's definitely, it's, it's 100% manufactured. In I the sense so. that if anything, it'd be like a Boris insecurity. Rishi's not dumb enough to make a play for Boris's job right now. Yeah, mm. I agree. So it's, it's definitely manufactured. Um, Boris may be insecure about it, like you said, because mm. he's created a beast and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. this ain't... This so ain't in short, beast. how long do you guys think Boris has left? Just a wrap? Um, just a wrap? 12 months? I predict, less than a year? No, he's got longer than that. But okay. I don't think he'll be the leader at the next election. I don't think he... I don't, oh, it, but that's three years that's away? Three and a half, four yeah. years away. Yeah, like I don't think he gets the next Christmas. Next Christmas yeah. or this, this Christmas. Christmas coming? Not this Christmas. Next, Next Christmas. Christmas. Okay. Wow. Because so this Christmas is a year. Uh, uh, when was the election? 2019. Yeah, but we're yeah. saying yeah. the same thing years. then. So we're saying yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Because if he's not going to lead the, the party for the next election, then he's going to have to go at least 18 months before yes. that election yeah. to give the, the new leader sign. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Next Christmas he's gone. Speaking about Tories. Tommy. Johnny. I'm absolutely sure Faye is a Tory. Uh, and Priya, Faye, Priya is definitely a Tory. She's uh, following them all on Instagram, isn't it? Is she? Yeah, she's following like Pretty Patel Faith, on Instagram. Faith that. Yeah, but Pretty Patel's very, a brown thing, right? So if you're a brown girl, then obviously Pretty Patel is like a hero, well, same, right? But you still, there's plenty of brown people in the Labour Party you can follow. 
Like who? What brown people in the Labour Party? Yeah. It's fucking Chakraborty. Isn't brown it? brown women in the Labour Party. Yeah. Who? Chakraborty, whatever the fuck her name she's is. She's not. She Jeremy Corbyn gave her a peerage. Like yeah, she's not she's part of the Labour Party. So we're like approaching a... the end of uh, of the summer's spectacle that is the whole Labour Party Love Island. Um, I genuinely think it's been one of the worst years ever uh, for Love Island. I think Cassara Moore, shout out the producers, did its fucking thing. Saved it big time. It ruined relationships, which is what I was here for. Mm. I really tested shit. Um, I want chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for real. I don't want peace. Yeah, all the Um, time. I want violence. I gotta say, wasn't sure a man like Toby before. I didn't see the vision, but as soon as I clocked the vision, I was like, "Yo, this guy is the MVP of this whole thing." And without him, this season would have been very dire. A toxic king among men. And the thing is, this is the thing, Tommy. I don't actually. I don't even think the man's toxic. He just went in there and was like, "I like all of you, so let me just try a thing." (laughs) Yeah. And have you seen his promo? Well, his promo that. is so funny going into it where he's like, I like Kit Kat, I like Twix, I like Mars, I like the way he's just naming bare different chocolate bars. He's like, I like all of them. There you go. <laughs> it makes sense. I wish I was that dumb. Yeah. I wish I was as dumb. Nah, as he's yeah. not dumb. He is, he's he's not unbelievably dumb. stupid. He is silly. To he's be silly, he's not dumb. Though. He's a bit. Being he's silly a, and being dumb is not the same. He, I yeah. think he's a bit dumb. He's an idiot. He's very yeah. silly, but he's a bit dumb he's as well. He's an idiot. I mean, he's yeah. an idiot. Let's not be. Everything is. He's everything about is. out earn you, dog. You're yes. <laughs> about to be richer than all of all us. All of us. Combined. Um, <laughs> in a few months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Love Island's been good. Who do you think is going to win? I've actually not been watching for two weeks. Because um, I've been following it on Twitter, so I will. Uh, it's going to be Liam, uh, Liam and Millie. Too, it's going to be Liam and Millie. Yeah, because yeah, Jake and Liberty's falling apart. Thankfully, I called it months ago as well, weeks ago. I that don't Jake and like was fake. this. This Jake brother. I don't is like sus. this anti. No, I don't like the anti Jake narrative, bro. He's sus. I'm not going to lie. He's a sus guy. It's not He's sus, sus for him. Day. But bro, he, it's not sus for him to be on a show with a group of strangers being basically forced into a relationship with this girl called Liberty, right? How forced? Hang on forced a second, I'll get to yeah, it. I'll get, I'll get to it. Basically being strong-armed into saying he fucking loves her just because she decided to say, I love you two minutes into knowing him. That's like, the thing. Do you well. know what I mean? Like, you, you, can like, you can like Millie and want that, re- sorry, you can like Liberty and want that relationship to grow and want to win the 50K um, and, and it not be mutually exclusive. Like he's doing I a think, thing. If, think... if him encouraging, as they said, encouraging the man them to go and cheat, Brother, does he need to fucking encourage Toby to move from Abby to Chloe to, to, to you know? But he I mean? was encouraging, man. Look, the He's thing is, yeah, everyone, Ian Sterling. He wasn't encouraging. He was just saying, bruv, if I was single, I'd be tapping that ass. Ian Sterling did said the best, like, you know, he does his little jokes, yeah. The best mm. joke he did when, when he was like, when the whole anti Jake thing was, he, he said something along the lines of, all the girls think Jake knows that he's on a TV show. He swears he doesn't. <laughs> like, and that's basically what it is. They're vexed at him because they think that he's not being 100% natural. Yeah. I.e., he has a bit of a filter because he knows he's being recorded. Yeah. yeah. And they're all like, none of us are doing that. How could he be doing exactly. that? Which is... Which is hypocritical in itself. It's mad hypocritical. I mean. It's just like I don't, I don't like the idea of people. I don't saying like him like, though. He's a big friend. He may not. He he's may. A waste man. But him he's going to may not. As soon, as soon as any other thing comes in the outside world, he's leaving this girl. But bro, that's they, fine. They I don't think so. That's, that's his girlfriend, bro. Shut up. <laughs> you're my girlfriend. That's his girlfriend. Bro. Tell me, like, you're my girlfriend. That's meaty corner. You're my girlfriend. Lives. Lives. I'm attracted to you. You're my girlfriend. He's not fucking Western Superman. Don't try it. That was a good one. Canada, bro. That was so, Western uh, Superman. So was I, think, I think Liam and Millie are going to win it. I think it's big. Yeah, I think so. She's really you don't think, well. You don't think Teddy and Faye might sneak it because the UK nah. is full of insecure no, people no, no, with no, similar no. issues? Twitter, Twitter, Twitter hates Faye. She's not going to win it. But Twitter don't vote. 
Twitter vote. Twitter's they vote on tweet. Vote. Um, they vote via tweets. No, 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 no. no. They ain't calling in the lines. No, 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 no. no Twitter, it's an Faye, thing, Faye won't win because, especially after her blowout, the most complained about thing in Love Island history: twenty five thousand complaints. That being said, she's brought, she ranked Teddy. third in that like most best relationship thing. Or there you go. Right? They did so. the challenge two nights ago. I yeah. think it was where it's like most popular couple. They're up there. She's not gonna win. She's and I hope Teddy leaves her because she's actually a fucking. Nice she definitely woman. deserves a happy slap. She's a mess. That woman. <laughs> yeah, we need to bring back happy slaps for sure. Yeah. So you think Liam and Millie? I think they're a good couple, by the way. I know that he had his thing in Casa yeah. Moore, but again, like... Jake made him cheat. He made a point. He made a he point. He also didn't bring the other thing back. Yeah, he didn't bring it back. Yeah. And when Millie put it on him, he was like, but you weren't my girlfriend, so... Yeah. That's why she said, let's be the <gasps> And I respected that. Yeah. I respected that because they're putting on these guys in yeah, such a true. way mm. and making these guys take on so much more responsibility than they actually deserve given they're not together. Right? If Liberty went over there, or sorry, if Jake went over there and he did a thing, fine. He's committed to being Liberty's girlfriend before yeah. he's gone over there. Yeah. So he would be cheating. But everyone else. Liam, yeah. everyone else, right? And that's the hypocrisy yeah, in what Jake said. That's what Jake said. Yeah. Jake said, if you guys have got girlfriends, then fair enough. But if, you, if I was single, then... Exactly. Yeah. So everyone's like, anti-Jake, anti-Jake. And I'm just like, bro, he's... He's living vicariously. You, you know what yeah, would have happened. Jake vicarious. would have been running amok if he didn't get tied into Liberty early. He would be the... He'd nah, be tied. he wouldn't I, have options. I actually... You have op- I don't think Jake would have options like If that. he was single flying around, they would have been flinging in yeah. girls like they were for Hugo, bruv. Yeah, that's the thing. You feel right. me? They would be flinging. Hugo had and the Hugo most still blessed. flopped it. Hugo had the most Hugo's blessed Hugo's singing the end. Talking, he, about, talking about flinging things in, I saw the best tweet of all time, yeah, when they came back. And it was like... Toby's dashed Mary into the into the villa like a Hermes package <laughs> and, and never spoken to her again. <laughs> Mary is oh, shit. <sighs> Mary is wonderful. She's she's definitely she's um, wonderful. a very nice wonderful, uh, very wonderful, nice girl. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, just finishing up on Jake, what I will say is that I'm not in the I, elite category though. I, yeah, she is. Ooh, I don't she's like elite. so we'll, we'll, we'll come to that house. house. I don't, of I the, love the reason crowd. I don't like Jake isn't because of encouraging other guys to, to cheat or not cheat because I kind of agree on that point if you're not together then it's not really cheating is it yeah. I just I just don't think that he's genuine with Liberty I think that if he, if, if he knew he wasn't on camera he'd have already left her for Mary mm. and he would have left her for another girl but already. who wouldn't and that's yeah alright fine it's Mary baby yeah that's and I agree I agree, yeah. but let's not pretend that you're doing up the I love you thing because that's wrong. That's wrong. Tell but he got strong-armed into that I love you. He didn't want to say, say it, I and I respect you. that. No, don't say I love you. You but can't bro, be strong-armed into but that. But bro, he's being called I think on, so. on I think, camera. I think he's, he's, being, he's being called onto the frigging balcony and the yeah. girl's like, oh, I said I loved you after five minutes and you haven't said it back. It's Wag-wag. been four weeks. I don't love you. Like, but I like he, you. We're but that's on, what I'm saying. He was strong armed into it. But saying I love you there was the biggest flop. But because I don't know what's about to happen. But it's bare suspicious when someone says to you, "Why haven't you said I loved you?" And you're like, "But I do love you." So like, so that's what's suspicious. Right. So she's gonna. I get it as well, right? And I'm generally looking to shoot bail, right? But what's gonna happen? that we don't know yet so this is a prediction she's gonna turn up go back downstairs to the girls and be like yeah we had a great chat he told me I loved you and he loved me and then the girls are gonna be like nah yeah. what yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say to wrap this up is is give this two or three weeks and Jake will be ending up on White Boy Summer but love it I love it um, with Prince Andrew and Andrew Cuomo mm, the two uh, Andrews yeah yeah, two yeah Andrews. which to be honest we don't even need to get into but White Boy Summer is looking fucking disgusting it's looking Johnny. pretty sus um, yeah it's looking pretty good sus luck, good luck good luck so yeah I um, you're gonna be one in one out soon yeah I, yeah for real <laughs> um, I think it's gonna be 
Uh, I won't be invited with this ten. I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement. I think it may be Liam and Millie. I think Millie is carrying that couple because she is so incredibly likable. Yeah, yeah she's very um, likeable. relatable, very hot, uh, hot as well. I think she will carry that couple to the win. Who, they're going to be very rich. Is, and I'm happy one for them. rich. Who do you think their biggest competitors are? I think for, it's for still. I still think it's Jake and Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he's popular enough. No, they're done. I think Blake and Jibby, 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 um, I definitely don't make it to the final dates also, where they get all... a year's time? They're gonna, they do Christmas specials these no, days. No, they're not going to do a winter yeah. one this year. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. Um, it was pretty that? shit the last one. I, I tried to avoid the, the mushy, mushy final dates thing and I don't watch the winning, the award winning, the show where they decide the winner. So now I'm, so I'm naturally, yeah, yeah, I'm naturally coming to the end of my time with yeah. Love Island 2021. But good luck to everybody. Mm. Um, we will see them all sw switching and swapping up partners in the months after this show is, is finished. Enjoy the millions. Um, yeah, and I look yes. forward to to seeing them spend their uh, their millions. Um, we now have relationship advice. Okay. Beep, 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 beep. All right. Yeah. All right, man, them. So Thank you to the submitters. So, yeah. So, this was actually a conversation I had with a friend who okay. said, maybe you guys can talk through this topic. Oh, shit. So, I'm not going to give out any names. Okay. Of course. Of as course. usual. Okay. Uh, but... I have to shout out because it was a male. So we've been looking oh, out for yes. males. Very loving good. it, loving it. We've been looking out for guys to get in touch. Um, he didn't want me to go into too many details. Okay. Okay. But the theme essentially mm -hmm. is, does it ever make sense to go back to an ex? Oh. It's basically what he wants. So he's in a spot where he was seeing a chick for a number of years, mm. right? They were together for a long time and broke up. He broke up with her. Okay. Right. And now he wants to know, it's been a couple of years, it's been two or three years. He's had a, some relationships. Now he's like, oh, me and her started speaking again. I think they ran into each other somewhere uh, post lockdown. She, she was the one. Post uh, Freedom Day yeah. trips yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Ran into each other, kind of stayed in touch. Oh, I haven't seen you in time. Ah, la, 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 talk, talk, talk. And he's been debating it with a bag of man, basically, that, mm. that we know as to whether it's time, whether... <laughs> Even conceptually, it ever makes sense to go back to an ex, mm -hmm. basically. Interesting. So that's our relationship advice. I okay. don't know which one of you gentlemen want to So, so I've actually off. got a question first. When yes. they first got together yes. and they were together for a long time, were they young? Younger. Yeah. I mean, obviously younger. But they weren't young. They, they were Early uh, 20s. Early 20s. Exactly. That's quite young. Then yeah. I, yeah, I'd say that's quite young. But they are, to give you a perspective, he is... A year older than us. Basically. Okay. Okay. How so, old is she? Uh, similar age. She's not. Okay. Be, so there's not two, an age. There's, there's not no an age real gap age. Gap. She okay, might be fine. two years younger than us. And they were together for how long the first time? Three or four years. How many? When? How many years ago did they break up? A while ago. Okay. Like, fine. It's been a longer than years. longer than they were together. Yeah. Long. Yeah. Ooh. Definitely longer than. Okay. Than so so they were together for three or four years, and then they've been broken up for like five, six years. Do we know why they broke up? Yes. I don't know why they broke, but he broke up with her. He broke up. Amicable split. No cheating, none of that stuff. No, I don't think so. I don't okay. think there was any. I don't. I, this part I don't know. This is guesswork because yeah, yeah, yeah. of the relationships we have. But mm -hmm. like, from what I understand, 
as, as I don't know, breakups are never amicable, yeah. but like there was no cheat, there was no infidelity or anything like that. Well, they're talking against, so it can't have been that bad, right? Yeah. Well, exactly. time's a great healer, right? Six yeah. years yeah, goes by and you run into someone, so the reason, you're not going to be pissed. The reason why I asked the question about like how young were they is because I think sometimes people do get into relationships with the right people at the wrong time. Mm. So, so you may... So what was the cutoff in your mind? What, what number did you want to hear when I said... Well, if they got together sort of pre-25 years okay. old, you know, okay. as I said, like early 20s, then it's not necessarily the, the nicest decision to be on the receiving end of. But sometimes people make a decision that this is literally everything that I want, but right now I couldn't possibly give my all to it. So mm. I need to, to step away for the benefit of what I think is special. You think people it's, do it's that? Sounds, people I, leave I, I something that, that is 100% what they want. I think that can happen. I think people can break up if they think that there are some pretty obvious obstacles that are going to affect this relationship, like travel. Like for example, mm. somebody may see, I remember, I remember um, uh, one of my exes, we broke up because she knew that she was going to be going to Peru to freaking mm, feel up some alligators years. for a couple Take of years. Ayahuasca. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and our relationship mm. was perfectly fine. It was short lived, but it was it was perfectly fine. But she, you know, that's an example of something that she didn't fine. expect fine. to happen. As in, i.e., me, yeah. she didn't expect me to come out of the blue and for us to work out out of mm. nowhere, right? Mm. Man, like, um, but <laughs> but she but but she couldn't overcome or see past the yeah. fact that she wouldn't be able to give this relationship or and long distance London Fine. to Peru was not on. Yeah. So So you bought the excuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she came back and got with someone else. Um, <laughs> uh, no, fuck you, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Be another one of those. Oh, this is another episode where fuck it, we've done relationship advice and Rich has slewed an Oh my God. It's another one of those where, where, where the in. listeners are like, these men are hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Who hurt you? Yeah. Incel man. Uh, <laughs> incel man. <laughs> Don't fucking call me an incel. Uh, but yeah, no, that's why I asked because I feel yeah. like sometimes- So I they, get, fit that, your... they fit that mold. Yeah. So they got together when they were pre-25. Yeah, so yeah, they fit yeah. that mold that you're talking yeah. about. Okay. They've broken up uh, for a number of years and now they're kind of year older yeah. than us kind of thing. Ran into each other, been speaking for a couple of weeks and now yeah. like, oh. But to be almost hypocritical or contradictory to what I just said, yeah. if the relationship really, really was a strong, deep and what he wanted, what she wanted. He wouldn't have dipped. He, he wouldn't have dipped. Exactly. So to, to answer the question, does it ever make sense to go back? I liken it to like, football managers returning to clubs that they used to manage or football players returning okay. to players to teams where they used to play. Okay. Never works out a second time. Ooh, I'm not sure. Never or rarely? I mean, I'm going to say never just to okay. be sensationalist. I like, I like that. I like but that. it's probably more rarely. But works. I like the never. I you like the me? never. What do, you, what do you reckon, Mr. Vyra? I'm going to say Zidane went back to Madrid and won plenty, plenty of trophies. And so mm. did Jose going back to Chelsea, won the league. So mm. I'm not sure that really works. So you think yeah, our mate has a chance kinda, to win the league? Different. I think He that, has the chance to win the league of I think, life. I think he's certainly looking at a league cup. Um, Ooh, that's not the league though. It's more than Tottenham have ever won. Um, so what I will say is this, this never go back to your ex thing, I think is unnecessarily arbitrary. Okay. And I, especially in, in a context where they were young. Okay. And they've been apart for a long time and they're now very different people. Yes. Mm. Neither side of that relationship are the same entity they were when they either got in or left. Do you think they're that much different? Do you think, think people fundamentally change that much? Uh, I think as you leave your mid twenties and go into your thirties, those are six very important years, five very important years. I'm certainly not the same person I was when I was 23. Mm -hmm. And you're certainly not the same person you were in your mid to late twenties. Mm -hmm. We've known each other for 10 years. Yeah. I don't think you've changed that much. 
shots. And, and no, no. <laughs> Pause. Of course, of course. I, I, I feel the same way about myself as yeah, well, yeah. right? Of course, things change around yeah, the sides, yeah. right? Your perspectives, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. but fundamentally, yeah. do people change that much? But that you're not. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think there needs to be a fundamental change. I don't think. Then I don't think. So that then, does it make sense to go back if there isn't a? Well, fundamental it does because change. Jose didn't become an attractive manager the second time he went back to Chelsea, and Zidane didn't suddenly become a tactician when he went back to Madrid, right? I think let's leave the football those, out of it. Those, just because those the relationship are hollow Champions League wins, yeah. by the way, but let's carry but the on. Point is, the point is that there doesn't need to be a fundamental change. Actually, what is important is some of the externalities in a relationship, i.e. when we were in our mid-twenties, when you're... When whatever uh when when Stop you were saying in a name because we're gonna have to we're going to keep beeping it out fine <laughs> but but when we, it might have everything might have been good but she wants to go to peru okay so if like if you if she was the same fundamental person and came back from traveling and no longer wanted to go to peru then it might have worked out maybe right all right so let me let me edit this debate let me edit this debate we're talking about does it work out when you've broken up, right? Not because of logistical issues. True. Of like, oh, we're not going to be in the same spot. Our time zones are going to be different. Yeah. Or if there was blah, blah, no blah. actual reason to we're break talking up about other than just breaking up. The relationship. Up. Yeah, exactly. exactly. The only reason you've point. broken up is because of the relationship. It's not because she's had to move, you've had to move. That's a good point. So yeah. let, just think about it from that perspective. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, that's important. So my guy's broken up with, this, with his missus at that time mm. because there was something in the relationship or with her or with yeah. himself that he wasn't happy with, okay. right? Mm. Then... Fast forward eight, nine years or six, seven years, and now they run into each other and there's all this talk of doesn't ever make sense to go back to the exes. That's basically the accepted position yeah. or this the ex expected yeah. position. Yeah. So is that true is basically what we're trying to debate. No, I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true. But we also don't know why they broke up. It we don't know why it could have been up. it could have been uh someone was caught looking away, if not playing away. Some it, he got one of them got got it wasn't strained a, it wasn't a play with away being thing. with being more uh more financially responsible than the other. It could have been that okay. someone had a difficult mum who's or difficult dad who's now dead, so it's not really a problem anymore. Um like <laughs> wow. we just we just I said as, that about the racist. Yeah, thing, as you old, said, like, old, the yeah, good yeah, thing yeah, about yeah. old racists is that they eventually die. Right. So like we like we just got no idea why they broke up. Yeah. I think actually in eight, nine years, people do fundamentally change. Okay. I think I am, I think, sure, the nature yeah. of our relationship is the same because we're boys. I think I'm a different person. Yeah, you yeah. Can't, I'm not the same person I was when I was 18 when yeah. I met you. I don't think you're no, the same. Like, I don't think you're the same the person. person. I'm saying. Sure, I right? think you've changed. Yeah, I think the spirit I and the soul is always the same. The interest. Maybe. It's just maturity. Who Johnny is as a person hasn't changed. That's what I mean. Because he still has the same values that he had then, but it's just more refined. We all get more refined as we get older. Okay. And I think people, yeah. Refined in, our, refined in our brilliance or refined in our fuckery, but there's always a refine. But yeah. when you end a relationship, <laughs> it's generally probably not because of the things around the edges, right? Yeah. It's not, because if it's only something that requires a refinement, yeah. then fine, you can refine that together. So you're you in, think a, it must have been something? I think there must have been something, something more quite, fundamental yeah, I agree. that ended this relationship. I agree. I disagree. I disagree. Okay. I, disagree. I think when you, when, you, when you really break up with someone, I think that it's not necessarily, okay, it happens. It's not necessarily the person that you're pulling away from. Okay. It's the relationship itself. You don't like the situation that you're in with that person. That's why okay. you decide to end your relationship with them. But you're you, pulling away from the person. No, you're pulling away from the relationship. You're pulling away from sticking with them. It's a semantic them. thing. Because you're pulling, you're getting, broken, that person's no longer up, in your life. with exes who are, who are very nice people. Yeah. And they're uh, very attractive. They and they're very nice life, and though? very personal. I just didn't particularly enjoy, sh I didn't feel the need to be burdened with a responsibility to them at that time. And so I pulled my way, I pulled myself away from the situation. But kept in contact with them. 
But it's so different degrees. Clothing, that's what I'm saying. Come you on, join me. Join me. Say F your ex. Come on. Join. Join me. <laughs> no. Come on. Come on. Uh, I think it's entirely reasonable to still want to fuck your ex. Mm. And, uh, no, I meant say fuck that person. Like I said, fuck no, 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 my no. We're not doing that. Uh, okay. But um, yeah, I think you know, it's. I think it's, isn't that, isn't it? yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. unnecessarily arbitrary rule that to yeah. pretend that it that you can't go back and that it yeah. won't work another time etc etc uh, people break up for bad reasons people break yeah. up for the wrong reasons that's also people fair. have bad break breakups that didn't make sense and they shouldn't have done it in the first place yeah. uh and i think that if if your man is i, I think at least your man if your man's spending this much time talking to other it. people about it yeah. it's worth a go yeah but he's a talker anyway what's your view um I think, like I was saying before, like that I was kind of alluding to, I don't think people fundamentally change that much, right? Like you guys were saying, of course, people change around the edges yeah. and you have experiences that make you grow and you travel and you see the world and different types of relationships and friendships and rah, rah, rah. I get all of that. Of course, people develop. And rah, but fundamentally, I think people, once you've reached a certain age of 21, 22, 23, your first kind of defining experiences in life, I think fundamentally people don't change. So if the issues in the relationship were little things around the side, like Johnny was saying, like people breaking up for bad reasons and things, mm. then it makes sense to potentially try again, right? Mm -hmm. But but I don't I don't I don't think generally people break up long-term relationships they've been yeah. together for a couple of years and over then, and frivolous then, things. Yeah, and then have that longer gap where you don't consider reconciling in. Yeah. That's a big part as well. That's right. No, but I think that's normal. Like, yeah, no, if you, no desire I don't know, to though. I think that's normal because it's like because it almost out of implies it almost have different relationships. Yeah, but right? it almost implies like six years, seven years later, we tried to see what else is out there. Realize there's nothing else really out there for us. And now we're speaking again. Yeah, see if there's a a, a spark because yeah. it hasn't worked. Well, it sounds like there is. So they spend all this time thinking about it. Yeah, but that's happened. But like, it's you're also always, fair. We don't you're know how always going to be attached to your ex in that way, right? Like, we also always, don't yeah. know how much time they spent thinking about each other when they weren't together. We yeah. always, that's, you, don't, you don't know about that. But ultimately, normal life though. kicks in. Yeah. You go on, you date a couple of other chicks. She goes on, dates a couple of other brers, rah, rah, rah. And then somehow, because you're still in London, you run into each other. Do you know what I mean? It's one of yeah. those things. I yeah. Mean, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. You anyway, that's be, my take. Yeah, my take is fundamentally. You could be guilty in overthinking something like this. I do. I'm more on the side of people typically break up for a reason. I don't think that those reasons typically go away when you decide to reconcile. I think that's in the rarity. But to Johnny's point, even if it isn't the rarity, it does happen. But I think generally speaking, when you leave something like that and there is such a huge gap in between where there isn't necessarily much contact, yes, the novelty of meeting your ex and she's glowed up, she looks great, that's she looks amazing, might make thing. your pee pee tingle a bit. Exactly. But the reality is that that's just a natural human emotion. And that doesn't necessarily translate to the tingle. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily translate to a long-term reconciliation of a relationship that didn't work before. I think people's wants and desires. I concur with that. I think people's wants and desires and priorities change over time. Yeah. Um, and that's fact as well. I, I think, also endorse that message. And, uh, and, yeah. um, and uh, I think that those are very important drivers of a relationship and we don't know how they broke up. There's just, it's just a bit of a great so one. What are you telling week. my G to do? You're yeah. telling him do it or don't do it? Give go, it go. go date, Give see her go. again? Give it a go. Yeah. Tell him this, to see her again, the, rule, yeah. the arbitrary rule never go back to your ex. I think is bullshit. Right. Well, I'd, ex it, I'd expand on that. Yeah. Breda, think about why you broke up with her in the mm. first place. Mm. Think about that for reason. Sure. For sure. And before you enter this relationship again, find out as early as you can <coughs> if those reasons you broke up with her before are reasons you are likely to break up with her again. Mm -hmm. So you're telling him to make a list? 
however yeah maybe make but, a list yeah. pros and good cons. things yeah, nah, and see but, if those good things yeah. are still there but you know, because maybe the good things that you liked have been refined out of her yeah, oh, chances, right? chances are she's probably developed a whole bunch of things that he hates now yeah. that she didn't have before as well that's, that's the flip saying, side yeah. so yeah like you really so have make to make a list yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. alright also, also what's her body count been in the mm. period and in don't the ask her <laughs> do not <laughs> brother 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 <laughs> That's such a good question. Blood. So, uh, Don't ask the question. If it's been six years, what is an acceptable body <laughs> count? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Once a week. Once a week. Once a week. Do your thing, baby. Once, Once a week for six years. Do it. Once a week for six years. Do your so thing. going to do a quick maths on that. 300, man. That's 300, Who cares? Who cares? Do your thing, baby. Yeah. Just keep it clean, innit? Keep the pH levels nice. And like... <laughs> <laughs> she sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You ain't hurting nobody. Yes. <laughs> Very good. And you, Johnny? <laughs> Uh, we're moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good place to cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, live. Get your phones out. It's time for the quiz. Mm-hmm. Little disclaimer: we forgot oh. the laptop today. Well, I forgot. Well, the it was laptop a weed. That was a mad yeah, weed. Yeah, yeah. I was just oh, trying to throw it. Okay, there. all right, fine. I thought we were in this together, but I forgot my laptop. Today. I didn't say we when we when I decided not to press record that time. Yeah, um, I wasn't yeah. there though. But I would have yeah. backed the we. Just saying, if you did. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So. <laughs> So we got the quiz. Let's I forgot go. the laptop. So this isn't the usually well thought out and structured quiz that the listenership has really begun to uh, to adore. So unfortunately, but, but it still counts. A, it still counts. It still it counts. Definitely still counts. And it's trying currently, to keep his face. He's trying to cough it out already. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I'm definitely trying to like admin my way out of a, a loss what, if I lose. But what if you win? If I win, then it's all good, isn't it? This one's pretty <laughs> much a geography-based one. Because it's impromptu. We just put it together. In, oh, I just put it together in the last five minutes. Very good. You see, that's what you guys forced me to do. I, I was about to say, we just put it together. Yes. And I had to go back to the yeah, singular, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. just want to say shout out Miss Byrne, my geography teacher from mm. secondary school. Mm. Hope I do you proud. Inshallah. Inshallah. You man ready, yeah? All right. Born ready. Let's go again. On the African continent, hmm. how many countries are there? Mm. This is all according to the UN, just FYI. So don't, mm. don't tell me no. Sus. The separatist group is now claiming. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to hear that chat. The China run UN. You man done, yeah? Mm. Yeah, exactly. China funded. Yes. United <laughs> Nations. Uh, next question. Well, hold on. What? Did you, oh, that was the question. That's the question. How I many countries was, in Africa? How, I thought how many countries on the African continent? No, no, no. Just how many countries? Done? Ready. I think so, yeah. All right. Question. Is it on the mainland or is it islands around? I'm asking how many countries yes. are in the continent of Africa? Now, whatever that number is, add it up to the next question, mm-hmm. which is how many countries on the continent of Europe? Ooh. It's a proper simple stuff that will surprise you. Done, Rich? Uh, I'm going to say I am done. Okay. Question number three, to steer away from the, uh, the geography. How many goals were scored in yesterday's football on Saturday? So the first full day of the Premier League, where I in my fantasy football thought there'd be a lot of clean sheets and decided to play five in the back. It was a goal fest. How many goals were scored yesterday, the first Saturday of the new season? Very good. Moving on. Wait, Rich is not ready. Bruv, wait for what, bruv? Move on. All right. Next, next, next. That's rude. How many countries <laughs> are in Latin America? Oh, for mm. fuck's sake. I guess I can't really claim bias there. You did Africa, didn't you? Exactly. Mm. 
Latin America. Fair, How yeah. many countries in Latin America? Yeah, on the south well, side, uh, South America. South America. I beg your oh, pardon, okay. South America. I was about to say, fucking hell. All right, it's not called that. These, these are nuances I can't deal with. Mm, uh, south, right, south, south America, America yeah. Right, cool, cool, cool. I.e. not Mexico. Well, I don't know. I'm just asking in South well, America. No, Central America. Central America. It's not in South the continent of South America. Mm. How many countries has the UN classified exist? Okay, very good. And the final fairly obvious question, given that we live in a time where we cannot discriminate. Mm -hmm. Yes. How many countries are there in Asia? Oh, shit. Does that include Central Asia? Uh, in Asia, yeah, Asia as a whole. Sweet. Okay. Bidi, 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 bidi. Boom. All right, boys and girls. So Johnny's those are your five you. questions. Johnny's the closest to me for the first time. Let me see a, let me see a number, Johnny. I need to add out. Oh, for fuck. He does this every time. Use the calculator. No, I like the way he does it because that way he knows the answers. I don't, I don't, I don't care about the inputs. I care about the win. All right, just show me your phone. It'll be quicker. Okay. Just got to make sure I got the right number. Hold on. I've seen Abby Addis, so when you are ready, Johnny, give us uh, the number out loud. I think I've got 144. 144. And Mr. Abby Addy? 160. 160. Let's go, baby. We had very positive feedback from the last one that they, people preferred it, hearing answers as we go along. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to do again. Okay. So that's why I do it my Question way. number one How many countries in Africa? The grand answer. 54. Fuck. Oh, what? Yeah, what did you guys get? So I, I had 56 and I changed to 42. I, 56. Was I good. was more than that, so I was 46, I think. I not bad, not bad. Then in Europe. I can't even remember what I put. I, I think this is going to go, this could end terribly. 35, I went for. Not bad. 44. I think I put 39. Yeah, so 54 in Africa, 44 in Europe. Mm. Then we had the football question about yesterday, yeah, mm. about Saturday, the first Saturday of the season. I think I put 21. Not bad. Mm, 15. 25 goals. Oh, e trending in the right direction, Mr. Abiyadi. The right direction. I'm nervous. Then uh, <laughs> question number four, yeah, was about uh, South uh, South America, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the answer, you'd 19. be surprised, is 14. Ooh, oh, 19. 19's not bad either. About 12. Oh, you were and Shit. finale, mm, it the comes Asian down, content. This comes is the one that's going to throw man off. Comes down to this. So uh, who wants to give us an answer first? I can't remember what I put. Go on, what'd you go with, Johnny? I went for 40. Johnny, you're not doing too badly throughout this, yeah? Number is 48. Okay. The grand total comes out to 185. Oh! What is it, 42? Uh, no, three, two. Three, three, two. Oh, Johnny, can you see me in your rear view? Yeah, yeah. Can you see me in the rear yes. view? This was about whether yes. you could create an, uh, a Usain Bolt-like lead, Brother. Johnny, Brother. or whether... Miss Byrne, I didn't let you down, yeah. baby. Thank you, Miss Byrne, for that excellent um, education that yeah, you received. Yeah, for real, for real, for real. Uh, you're Shout right. Out to all the you're right, he's not said a word. He's no, pissed. It's I just, I, it, it's red. really... It's, the, it's, it's the That's sunburn. Uh, uh, it's the giving of hope that makes victory sweeter mm, in like the end. Yeah. I like that. Um, so, so, so you're going to win next week, basically, oh, for the next pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Feels good to Look win. Look at this fucking smile. Yeah. 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 We Shout needed it. I've been Byrne. struggling. I've been struggling it's not, quietly. It's not even an what equalizer. Where was Miss Byrne? What's uh, St. Thomas the Apostle College. Big up yes. my stack boys. South East London, baby. Peck Nam. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it, man. Uh, good episode. Thank you to everybody who continues to listen to us across all the uh, streaming platforms. Uh, we love you. We do this for you. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. 
Uh, you know what to do when this drops. Like, share, comment, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a hoe. Um, and we'll be here pretty in pink as ever, baby. Peace. See ya.